Welcome to another episode of Spiritual Gangster Certified. I'm your host, Illy Vish. And this week, we have a quick talk from me about Scorpio season. And then we have a special guest on, the Renaissance Mystic. We pull some cards for the collective. We talk about truth. We talk about underhanded stuff that's coming up. Very Scorpionic theme. So you won't want to miss this. Stay tuned. The following segment was recorded on October 22nd, 2020. Welcome back to another episode of Spiritual Gangster Certified. I am your host, Illy Vish, and today we'll be moving from Libra season into Scorpio season. Um, what it touched on me to talk about today is realness. What is at the absolute core of things and how you can invite truth into your life. I've been noticing a lot on social media. There's this like capping, frauding, very icky energy, you know, copycat energy, not really being who you are at your core but rather people trying on other personalities now if we talk about Libra energy a little bit um, you know this is that very social energy this is the energy of kind of not really making a decision about who you want to be or what you want to do just wants to love all the things be out among all the things and as we move into Scorpio season we're already in Mercury retrograde in Scorpio which will retrograde back into Libra it just touched on me to talk about seeking and living in truth a lot of times I talk about Scorpio energy as being the purest energy of the zodiac and people argue with me they get upset because they look at Scorpio energy as being dark, being vengeful, being, you know, just sinister, suspicious. And while some of these traits can manifest themselves in Scorpio energy, it isn't the totality of it. When I think of Scorpio energy, I think of people um, embracing the energy of seeing what's at the core of something, whether that be the core of themselves, whether that be um, the core of other people's situations, you know, that wanting to know what exactly is going on under the surface of things. This energy has felt pretty heavy to people. And now it's the sun joins this Scorpio party, so to speak, Um, it's going to highlight Scorpionic themes. We often talk about transformation when we talk about Scorpio energy, how you can kill off something and then rebirth it. Destruction, 
for the sake of something new appearing in its place. Now, with that being said, I want to kind of talk about the cabin. We are in a year that has brought a lot of us changes that we did not foresee coming. We are in a year that has brought a lot of us a lot of pain, um, a lot of feeling unsettled, a lot of, oh my God, what am I going to do? With that in mind, it seems very likely that a lot of people will not really be able to handle that energy, honestly. So we're coming back to truth. When we communicate with other people, when we interact in our everyday lives, a lot of us have a tendency when we are communicating with other people to look at it as a debate automatically, to look at our communications with other people as one person has to be right and then someone else has to be wrong. How is that not serving us? What are we actually doing when we invite the energy in of, well, I gotta be right. So that means they have to be wrong. Well, we're not really seeking truth. Because as most of us know, there's no way you're always gonna be right. If you are an honest person, If you are a person of integrity, you'll check yourself. You'll know, you know, okay, I was right about this, but wrong about that. And judging yourself in that way, setting yourself up to view everything through the lens of right or wrong, because Scorpio energy also represents the energy of extremes, is not always helpful. It is not always helpful. And the reason that the right or wrong, the one side or the other can get us caught up in things we don't need to be caught up in is because at the end of the day, what really matters is what's true. Now, do people like truth? Let's think about it. Anybody out there who tends to be the person that's the truth teller, you'll notice that that's not taken well. People say they want truth. They say they want what's real. But when you give it to them, do they accept it? Are they able to take it in? Are they able to appreciate it? Are they able to embrace it? Or do you get a lot of blowback? I notice, especially on social media, Given that we are in an election cycle at this point where a lot of people are feeling like uh, just about the whole thing, but you can very clearly tell who has chosen their side and is sticking to it no matter what. You can't tell them anything. You can't say anything to them about it. It doesn't matter. They don't care. They've chosen their side. This sort of energy... It just really presents the opportunity for there to be more discord, for there to be more conflict. But I promise you, 
if you commit yourself to truth instead of being right, you can avoid unnecessary headaches in communication with people. We're already under the energy that makes people feel like they have either to confront what's going on in a deeper level for them, and they'll do that honestly, or they have to run away from it. So this is about how we handle the truth within ourselves. A lot of things have come up for people that they just don't want to see. A lot of things have come up for people that they just don't want to handle. The universe will allow you blessings in time frames and cycles to embrace that energy and use it for your best good. And as with any sign, Scorpio energy has the vibration that is higher and then the vibration that is lower. It's all in how you opt to use it. Now, what do we do with truth? Do we hold on to it? Do we not share it? Do we decide no one needs to know about it? Do we even opt to hide truth from ourselves? If you really take an honest look at yourself, how you process your emotions, how you handle your relationships and the situations that come up, are you being honest with yourself? Are you letting what's going on inside come out? Or are you suppressing what's going on inside? And instead, what you're choosing to show to the world is a whole other face that isn't very real. Honoring truth over being right means that you have to allow yourself not to be ashamed, afraid, or nervous about what you find. Scorpio energy wants to dig beneath the surface, pull what's there out and look at it. It doesn't care whether what it finds is something terrible, as long as it knows exactly what it's dealing with. When you seek truth, that's one of the things that you seek. You don't care if when you dig under everything, you find some mess that you need to tackle. You find some disaster that needs to be cleaned up because you get to see things for what they are. We live in a world that is very much about appearances, especially with social media. Social media is a, is a great thing, but a lot of us would be hard pressed not to admit that in a lot of cases, it can also be a terrible thing because people want to be validated. People want to feel some sense of, I'm the man or I'm the woman based on what they put out to the world or the responses that they get back from other people. So in a lot of cases, what they're putting out to the world 
are only the things they think they're going to gain praise for. And if you think about that, that energy of wanting praise, wanting to be put on a pedestal is like Leo energy, which squares Scorpio energy. You know, everybody wants to be the king, wants to be seen, wants to be heard. But what are you saying? What are you doing? What are you putting out there? If it isn't authentic, people are going to know. This is a time frame I feel like when your spidey senses get to popping a little bit more. When your feelings are more in tune with, you know, what people hide. So we're talking with Scorpio energy, of course, the energy of death, sex, transformation, secrets, taboos, all of those sorts of things. I'm sorry, you guys can probably hear my cat messing around in the background. My Aquarius cat. So, you know, this energy is going to square his son. He's also a Scorpio moon, which is interesting. Um, but the energies that are present are heavier energies. This is eighth house energy. What do we do with the things that people try to hide once we realize that they're trying to hide those things? And when Pluto was retrograde, I said a lot, um, especially because, you know, that Scorpio's ruler, that there would be things that would, that people would be trying to, like, kind of push under, but but they really couldn't. Especially with Pluto being in Capricorn. Capricorn structures and rules, restrictions, boundaries. Some of the energy that people were trying to, like, you know, keep under the radar. We could clearly see bubbling up. Now, in Scorpio season, the sun is highlighting Scorpio themes, but also allowing us collectively to be more aware of them. Maybe it's not so much about what you see, but it's about what you feel. Scorpio is a water sign connected to emotions. What comes up, what you sense, is what's going on underneath things. People can be exposed at this time. If someone's been capping, if someone's been frauding, if someone's been pretending, which is also interesting energy because when I think of that, I think of Neptune being at home in Pisces. It's retrograde. So the natural expression um, of it to be able to kind of cast a mist over things is, is not running directly like it should. So we have the benefit of that energy too which eventually Scorpio season energy is going to try. When those two things work together, be prepared to trust your intuition. If something doesn't feel right at its core, if someone is avoiding allowing you to actually see them or what they're doing or what their intentions are, you should take that very seriously. It isn't a time to pretend like you know, oh, well, you know, there could just be something else going on. I, I, I won't take that a certain way. 
there's energies turning up right now that people just don't know how to deal with. Mars is retrograde too. Scorpio's ancient ruler. What sort of undercover aggression are you holding? What sort of undercover aggression are other people holding? You can only push things inward for so long before they start to seep out. Like if you got shot and didn't really tend to the wound, you just try to cover it up. Let's pretend I didn't get shot. It's go- things are going to get worse underneath that bandage that you used. Not addressing what's going on under the surface does not serve you. Using the energy of the season is extraordinarily important. Using it wisely is even more important. Can you be suspicious? Yeah. Can you kind of withdraw and not really trust what's going on around you? Even if they are things going on that, you know, don't necessarily warrant you not trusting them. I mean, that's that's the downside to it. But again, we're speaking about truth. What we find in truth is so much more valuable than anything else. If you're more concerned with appearances, Libra, then you are about what's going on underneath everything in the depths, Scorpio. You're doing yourself a disservice. Think about communicating with people, especially online. Text has no real tone. I mean, we can all cap somebody and kind of give them the impression that, yeah, we're putting emphasis on this or we're screaming. But really, text has no tone. But that doesn't mean that there isn't an energy behind things. I promise you, if you pay attention to how other people are communicating, you'll kind of be able to see specifically what that underlying tone is. In exchanges that are occurring about mundane things or even about stuff that's important, you'll be able to see this energy, feel this energy. There's a part of the human experience that people act like we should shun. I see this in the spiritual community a lot. Nobody wants to deal with their darkness. Everybody wants to kill their ego. I don't want to kill my ego. I don't want to avoid my darkness. These things are a part of me and therefore a part of the human experience. If I kill these things off, I'm denying myself part of my own experience. Same is true for you. Is it more important to you to embrace the whole of your humanity than to pretend that everything is okay for appearance's sake? I even noticed yesterday on the Spiritual Gangster Certified page, and I'll put up the post that I'm talking about. I put up a meme that was intended 
to point out exactly what I just said. The embracing of your shadow side. The embracing of your ego. The embracing of your inner child. And someone who has since deleted their comment said, well, that sounds like narcissism to me. What? Does anybody really understand what it means when you embrace and accept things? That's a main component in loving. So when we speak about self-love, how do you love yourself for real if you deny the darker parts of you? How do you love yourself for real if you can't accept those parts? For years at the beginning of my spiritual journey, I would see different people talk about, you know, we should all just be beings of love and embrace the light. And I think that's very important. But universal law states, you can't have one without the other. There is no light without darkness. It just ain't there. You wouldn't even recognize light without darkness. For me to say that you have to embrace your ego and your shadow and your inner child to be taken like I'm telling someone to embrace narcissistic traits was the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. First of all, <laughs> narcissism has nothing to do with self-love. It is a false self. People who are actual narcissists don't love themselves. We think of the story where we get the name for narcissism, you know, them looking down at his reflection and falling in love, falling in love with it and eventually ending up forever as a flower that's bent over towards the water staring at his reflection. Okay, yeah, that's where the story starts. But when we're talking about psychology, narcissism ain't about self-love. Narcissism is about fear. Narcissism is about denial. Because if a narcissist was able to really accept themselves, they wouldn't have the need to manipulate and gain their sense of self from other people. That's what narcissistic supply is. They need other people to feel validated. And I've just started reading Dr. Romani's book. And I will put that up as well so you guys can see what I'm talking about. And along with her videos and a lot of different things that I've been looking at right now, what I notice is, and, and it's said by a lot of the experts in this field, that most narcissists don't seek help. So the chances that you could be diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder are very slim since most people with this disorder don't seek help. We're seeing narcissistic traits and tendencies in so many people. Even if it turns out they're not clinically narcissists, we live in a narcissistic society and it's only gonna get worse. None of that has to do with self-love. 
There is a very specific tone to loving oneself. And I talk about this in a course that I'm developing right now. It's a self-love course to help you use astrology in order to embrace and dive deep into self-love. Self-love first starts with acceptance. If you think about like the grieving process, a lot of people will tell you that one of the last steps is acceptance. We can't get over things or deal with things until we accept that they actually exist or that they're going on. With this in mind, in order to love yourself, in order to take all parts of yourself and hold them dear and say, I got you, good or bad, you have to accept them. It's self-acceptance. Narcissists don't accept themselves. They can't embrace those parts because they can't even take responsibility for the damage and destruction that they cause. So I thought somebody replying to that was really telling because to me, what they were doing is telling on themselves. They see anybody who is a proponent for people embracing all parts of themselves as someone who is just really egotistical. No. It's when you deny the darker parts of yourself that I think you're in trouble. Because denial of those darker parts doesn't make them go away. They still show up in all aspects of your life just because you're denying them and won't admit that they're there doesn't mean that you're not operating from them from time to time. Some people operate from their darker sides that they hide more than they know. Other people can see it, but maybe they can't because they haven't accepted it. So now we're back to truth. Truth requires being honest. The truth doesn't always feel good. In a lot of cases, the truth feels terrible. Fucking terrible. If we want to live a life that casts aside all the bad shit and pretends it's not there in ourselves and others, then we can keep avoiding truth. It's not going to make our lives any easier. But hey, at least you didn't get your feelings hurt, right? That's not a brave way to live. I'm going to always encourage people to face their darkness. I'm never going to tell someone to kill off their ego. That makes no sense. That takes away from your human experience, as I said before. But when you're honest with yourself about your shortcomings, about your gifts, about what you need to work on, about where you are in your station in life, be that emotionally, financially, spiritually, that honest look that you can take at yourself allows you to make the appropriate changes. Think of it as like in my family, for instance, when I was 18, we had a house fire. I didn't live with my parents anymore by this time, but I had gone with them to my sister's basketball game. When we came home, we couldn't get down our block. 
we're like, what's going on? So we had to go down the driveway. And when we arrive, our house is on fire. My mother had accidentally left a curling iron plugged in on her dresser. She usually had that sitting on um, a towel and that caught fire. That was a hard time for us. Now, granted, the whole entire house didn't burn down, but there were a lot of things that trickled down from that experience. Smoke damage, losing things, just having to go through the entire process that one has to go through when you have a house fire. Now, there's adjusters and things that come in. Does my parents at home insurance? They have to assess the damage. In order for my parents to have been properly compensated for the damage, someone had to come in and take an honest look at what the damage was so that we could move forward. It's the same thing with truth. If you don't take an honest look at shit, how do you actually deal with it? You're not really dealing with what the issue is at the core if you're avoiding seeing what that is. I know it doesn't feel good to go inside of yourself and recognize, oh my God, I'm still dealing with trauma. Oh my God, I'm still dealing with self-esteem issues. Oh my God, I'm still dealing with having to meet other people's expectations. Whatever that deeper inner conflict is there, it's not gonna feel good. It's not supposed to feel good. This sounds cliched and it comes up a lot, but we don't grow when we're comfortable. Growth doesn't happen from a place of comfort. Uranus and Taurus is here to remind us of that. Because Taurus doesn't want to move. It's better at maintaining. Now, if you maintain your emotional status quo, your psychological status quo, your financial status quo, what happens? You're simply maintaining your pain or your dysfunction or your problems. Nothing's changing. You have to literally go into that shit. Figure out what's going on. Feel it for real in order to heal it. We don't heal wounds by ignoring them. Again, going back to that gunshot wound. You don't allow that bullet to be pulled out, that wound to be cleaned, and then properly dressed, why would you expect it to heal? Just walking around with it festering. I respect people that have heavy Scorpio energy, and I'm not just talking about Scorpio signs. It's another thing. I can't wait to dive deeper into how we look at astrological energies because a lot of people every time I say a sign name they are just associating it with sun sign which it's a disservice you're doing to yourself when you do that for instance I have a predominance of Virgo energy in my chart I'm not a Virgo I'm a Pisces but when I see stuff about Virgo energy it's resonant 
not only is my son in the sixth house, which belongs to Virgo, but then that predominance of Virgo energy too with my planetary placements, why would I not feel resonant with posts about Virgo? But that's a whole other story. I'm getting sidetracked. The healing process, the transformation process is very much steeped in being honest and truthful. Take another example. You were having problems in your marriage and you asked your mate, hey, will you go with me to relationship or couples counseling? And they say yes. And you're like, okay, yeah. We're, we're getting somewhere because we're going to actually go to therapy. But then, but then, when you get there, you notice that your mate isn't telling the truth about anything, be it their actions, what they've said, what they've done, or how they feel about your actions. What happens then? Are you going to benefit truly as a couple from therapy because of this lie? No, because the truth and the core of the issues are not addressed. We can't pretend shit away. We can't act as if the things going on that are darker that we might be embarrassed of, that we, we might want to hide. We can't pretend like they're not there. That does nothing for the healing process. If you need healing and you know you need healing, first of all, it's no one else's job to heal you. Matter of fact, people that identify as healers really don't heal you. They help you to heal yourself. But if you know at the core of yourself that there's something going on that needs to be addressed, you have to be very brave. Because you can't even face what those issues are if you're not honest with yourself. And I hope that you guys can be absolutely honest with yourselves. That's all I got to say about that for now. on this computer all right yep five four three two one welcome back to another episode of spiritual gangster certified i am your host illy vish or janae i don't care what you call me as long as you do not call me late for astrology not dinner dinner too tar shit tar shit right i am here today with the wonderful renaissance mystic it is October 29th, just to give y'all some, you know, idea of where we are in time. Um, It's my baby girl's birthday, so it's a good day. The sun is at six degrees of Scorpio, and we got some things we want to talk about. (laughs) Just a a few things that need to be spoken on. When we're in Scorpio season, yes, Scorpio season highlight is being shown on what, my dear? the darkness, the undercurrents. And I don't say this to scare people. 
I, like there's nothing to be scared of. Yeah, I don't know why Scorpio sons get so much hate. Yeah, I do. I, I don't know why have, they do. I mean, yeah. I do, but I, I, you know, I mean, I think maybe over the years, maybe there was one or two that I had like an issue with, but like. That's how they use that three, three of my best friends are Scorpios. <laughs> Four, three of my best friends are Scorpios and a longtime pen pal, a, a virtual online friend. Four Scorpios in my life who are very, very close to me. So I don't know. I don't know. I love them. This sun, wherever it is, I always tell y'all, here's the spotlight being shown on certain things. We can look at Scorpio keywords too. And those are what the universe is shining a spotlight on for all of us collectively now. Yes. It's true. It's like the lens, the glasses that we all put on, <laughs> how we're all seeing everything go on. Of course, it's impacting everybody differently individually because of your individual energy. But if we're speaking in general, generalities, look at me saying things wrong. If we're speaking <laughs> in generalities, that's a, a theme, okay? So we, we definitely, everything's going to tie together, you guys will see. Mercury has retrograded back into Libra from Scorpio, <clears throat> more chatter with relationships, even though I would think internal chatter with oneself, if you're using this, in, this energy appropriately. Um, and Venus is home in Libra now. Yeah. Concentration on the values of our connections. <clears throat> That's important. A lot, of, a lot of stuff going on. With that being said, what we're really going to focus on today is having to deal, it's one thing to have to deal with your responses to Scorpio season and all the energies going on right now that you have to internalize and deal with on your own, right? Yeah. But how it's manifesting in the collective, what's happening, <clears throat> you know, we're, we're, we're seeing some shit. Yeah. Personally, collectively, there's just, there's a lot of things that are making itself present to us. And mm -hmm. um, there are so many who would rob you of that because they don't like what they have to see. <clears throat> um, somebody does not get to dictate what you learn about yourself and how you learn it just because they fear a certain aspect of themselves. So don't yes, allow someone else's fear to deter you from knowing who the fuck you are in it from the perspective of both polarities. Don't. That's important. Fear is a big theme that we're going to focus <laughs> on today and truth. Mm -hmm. Those two things are connected in ways that make people uncomfortable. Very. Especially when, I mean, very simply and very obviously we could say, you know, people really are scared mm -hmm. of the truth, no matter what that truth is. Sometimes digging into it feels like death. <clears throat> but we're getting an opportunity to kind of do this now. Mars is retrograde in Aries, so... <clears throat> Aries, Aries wants, to, wants to do the thing. Let's go. Let's go. <clears throat> I mean, my best friend who's an Aries... <clears throat> She put a, a whole wedding together for her brother in like three days. Let's That's scary. Go. 
that let air, that us air go. Is, you know what I mean? <clears throat> so let's go where? To the darkness, to the truth, to the transformation. I First, think, I think in that. that order, it works because I think talking about the transformation, lastly, puts a really great spin on all of this. And I think as we bring up different aspects of shadows and different aspects of truth, we can then discuss those transformations. So I think darkness, what'd you say? Darkness, shadows. Oh my God, I forgot that quick. Darkness, shadows. Transformation. Transformation. Or darkness. Truth transformation. Darkness, truth transformation. Okay. That part, that part. <laughs> so, number one, I got to say, this has to be said. Listen, I know everybody is used to astrological buzzwords, okay? There's things that you hear people say mm -hmm. are currently going on or are coming up or whatever the case may be. And it's like, oh my God, please understand. It is my goal to break people out of the habit of panicking because some astrological transit is coming. You're not supposed to push your energy into the panic. You should push your energy into, damn, how do I best use this energy? The whole reason we even tell you guys or talk to people about what's going on is so that you know how to use the energy present. You have choices. People act like they don't. We are not saying that the stars control something to some point that you're beyond any sort of personal responsibility. That is a fallacy. That is a farce. You mm -hmm. have choice on how you're going to use the energies that are present. You sure do. Period. And if you know what's going on, then you can kind of zero in, in, zin, zero in on what it is that you can get out of the energy. So mm. when you hear Mercury retrograde, people, please don't fucking panic it's not that deep that it deep? is in a way you're gonna go deep if you use it well but like <clears throat> it's not that deep to fear it it's not there's nothing there's honestly you just have to deal with it yeah during mercury retrogrades for me well especially since most of them have been in water signs mm -hmm. um for a while um i've noticed that my dreams will perhaps get very vivid around those times. And <clears throat> water is a great conduit for energy, okay? Water is a great conduit for energy. So that means for me, I feel those little, little, little pings, those little, little inklings way stronger. My instincts are more like on point, like intuitively, they're more on point. I have to say though, probably for other reasons, I've been feeling very connected, yet cannot really bring myself within myself. Like I've been so connected to things externally from me, mm -hmm. but I think that there's a method to that where mm -hmm. that's not usually how I operate, but I think it's taking me the opposite way. What's going on outside of you? And what does it have to do with what's going on inside of you? Okay. Rather than first going, well, if this has something to do with me, how does this, how do I uh, experience this internally, right? Right. It's the opposite. It's, I may have said You're that. going in. Yeah. Well, I mean, that fits with the retrograde cycle because, <laughs> I mean, first of all, I need people to understand that 
Mercury retrograde itself is not just when Mercury, the cycle of Mercury retrograde is not just when Mercury itself appears to be moving backwards. It's like, I use this example of a, you go over a spot with a vacuum, you come back over it, and then you go back over it. So we started out in the area where all of this is going to happen anyway, you know, when Mercury moved forward over it. Then it stopped, stationed retrograde, appeared to be moving backwards, so it's going over all this area. Well, when it goes direct again, it's going to have to recover that area. So this is getting hit like three times. You could look at it like that. What is the wisest thing to do with that energy? Well, if you're recognizing that some area of life is going to kind of be vacuumed over, backed over, and then vacuumed over again. All right. What do you choose your experience to be? How are you going to use this energy? Do you want to keep going over the same frustrating shit? And I mean, yeah, some things might be frustrating, but where are you directing your energy and your attention to be able to use this energy? The Scorpio, is, it's intensity and it's in extremes. Where Libra energy, and it's weird because we have Venus in Libra now, and Mercury's retrograded back into Libra during Scorpio season, Libra can be very, I don't know. <laughs> I do it non-conference uh, and scorpio was like this or that this or that this or that you can get with this or you can get, you with, can that. get with that there's you know no i was watching show the other day and uh -huh. man pulled, this man pulled a card and it said this and that are true and i'm like that is true though very appropriate for right now this and that are true but which one is your highest truth? You can have a lower truth. It's still a truth, but you, you have a higher truth. And I think that's really what we're getting to here. It's like, what is the higher truth that maybe you're not telling yourself because the Ooh. lower truth, the lower truth, it's way more exciting. It's way more drama filled. It's way more trauma bonding. It's way more blaming. Yes. Everybody loves to blame, <clears throat> right? Um, there's, they don't have to look over their blind spots. You know what I mean? Um, I've been noticing that a lot of people, can you please? I have that been is my, Was that my Capricorn nephew? <laughs> that was Bia. Scorpio. It was Bia. I'm sorry. That was, that was my Taurus. and Taurus, Scorpio moon. I mean, um, well, Lilith is in Taurus right now, but she has a Taurus on in a Scorpio moon. She's busy. She's very busy. She's busy. But she um, what you were saying is absolutely resonant with me because, look, <laughs> that's the secret to life. This is why we tell people what you focus on grows and, like, you only, look, we're all dealing with the same amount of time within a day span. So yeah. what you decide to focus on, you can focus on a million other things, but it's the thing that you chose to focus on that you're choosing to interact with. So that you're when, bringing life to. Yes. So if the extremes of Scorpio, I think can kind of help push you to pick a side. Now, the bad thing about that energy is in this political climate that we're in, it's not so good there. The this or that, that's where you can see it can negatively, because there's no understanding. That's where we keep getting stuck, on. man. That's where yeah. we keep getting stuck. 
it's being forced to make a choice between two things that we're not really that fond of, but it's what we have. So we defend it. We defend it like it's our child or something. And it's just like, there's more to life than this, but you have to give it a chance. You have to do something different. You have to do something different. We don't really have a choice. We're like, so it becomes a situation where in the areas of your life where you do have a choice, where you do have some control, what, what are you this or thatting about? What are you being extreme with? Okay. Now, Libra energy also can bring up you, your recognition of your indecisiveness. And extremes. Yeah. And the thing is, Libra can live in extremes too because it doesn't want to make a choice and it winds up getting pushed to one side. All types of things happen. There's so many ways that we could describe this particular energy. But as it pertains to you being able to feel comfortable enough to even choose, decide, okay, what am I going to focus on? What, if something's telling me something about myself, what is that? I think we get overwhelmed sometimes when there's so many things we know, we know we need to deal with. Retrograde cycles, the reason you shouldn't be scared of them is because the universe is telling you to slow down and go over things. What's worth your attention? What area of the carpet is worthy of getting another um, run over it? Like, I guess that's how I could put it. Mm-hmm. It's true. I know um, for me personally, boundaries have been a thing. Hmm. And, and not necessarily boundaries with, I, I say this all the time, boundaries are not just what you allow in. That if is you, true. You stop your fucking self too. Hello. So you want to go be nosy and you want to meander into shit that has nothing to do with you. That's mm-hmm. and then you don't like the repercussions of that. Mm-hmm. That's you. That's you trespassing on someone else's property and then getting mad when you have to pay the consequences for that. Mm-hmm. This is why I don't like the like. No offense, but I don't like the reality TV culture. I don't, I don't like the, the, the love and hip hop culture where everybody is, they, they start shit for views and then y'all take that information and you go and you run that back in your everyday life. Cause you want to be like these people. They're acting too. So what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing? It, it, you gotta, you gotta stop. You gotta stop now. So how much do you give attention to that's drama and trauma? Because it's juicy. That's why it's worth your attention. Because it's exciting. You are what you give your attention to, too, you know? So, uh, girl, the last reality TV show I really watched, and I mean, it was messy, was probably like, I love New York. And that's very telling. I mean, I have watched reality television shows in my lifetime too. I've noticed in the past like four or five years, like nothing holds my attention, even if I do happen to give it a gauge for a little while because I am choosing to direct my energy towards other things. I'm always learning and studying. Yeah. (laughs) Taking some courses, doing some things, running some business. Like I don't have time for it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I realized that before it was just like, oh, that's what was going on in the world. My Libra rising was being nosy. 
Libras are nosy too. They are, they want to know all the tea. I'm nosy too. Uh, I'm still nosy. I'm still nosy, but it we has secretly to be. want all the details. We have Virgo in the 12th. Libra energy has Virgo in the 12th. I want secretly wants to know all the little details so that I know how to act. Listen, yes. So I, and I'll recognize what to go with because it's a social sign for excellence. And that is not necessarily a bad thing because Libras meet other people where they're at. That's true. And that's why y'all will call them fake and phony. That's why they will say it. No, it's a skill. It's, it's a strategy. That is a strategy and a skill. That is a strategy. I'm cool. I'm cool with it. I'm cool. That's but fine. But if you use it badly, I can see where, like, you know, some people do. I was just discussing with you before that I have Sarah's in my first house, and I have that in Libra. That's conjunct my ascendant. So I actually like to get to know all the information so yeah, that I can these, tell you. Yes, exactly. But I got to know the good, bad, and the ugly in order to be oh, able to help what you. Is, Yes. What does she consider beautiful? What does she like? Oh, what's going on here? Oh, what is the air? Of the, Libra's air. Air wants to be everywhere. All the air signs share that quality, you know? Yeah. And, and I think Aquarius is the one that really clings to the fact that it wants to be everywhere. So that's why it's like, fuck you so easily because yes. look, you can't tie me down. I, mm, this is where I am fixed in my freedom. But it's interesting that in the collective and in the times and everything that are going on right now, if we are not cognizant of the fact that there's constantly something out there vying for your attention. And I feel like a retrograde cycle is an extra nudge from the universe to start really paying, going, going in because there's so much externally going on at any given moment (laughs) between the news and politics and all these different things that are occurring, we're in an unprecedented year. I hate that phrase and keep saying it. Um, You know, there's a lot going on externally, so much so that people can't focus on what's going on internally. Then you've got the fact that you've heard them say that there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of issues that people are going through since, you know, 2020 and having to be, I guess, at home more, People are experiencing more violence. There's more addiction. A lot of stuff going on. There's more abuse. Um, definitely more abuse. I think, you, I think it was you. You shared an article that um, uh, some man got caught molesting a little girl during her school session. Yes. Her online school session. Um, unfortunately, that is it's it's happening in epic proportions because it was already happening in epic right but now we're home more but now you're home more and now you have more access and opportunities to things and this is the darkness so you know what we can consider ourselves separate from these things what i will tell you is that you chose to exist in the same world that this shit happens so just how separate is that from you it's all connected. So, that being said, number one, mm-hmm. this is a prime time, I think, for some really good, really profound self-awareness, which means 
if we're all connected, because we'll always talk about, if we're talking about like Aries is self, Libra is other. Opposites, same energy, different ends of the spectrum. So mm-hmm. that proves connectedness right there. But then also, if you're going to get the opportunity to go inward, make it count. Because this is the energy that the universe is under. Same thing as if you wake up and it's raining like it is today, right? Yeah. You have to deal with the rainy day. I mean, you could go back to sleep all day if you wanted to. That's still dealing with the rainy day. You have no control over the weather and how it's going to be. You have to navigate yourself through it. It's the same thing with the astrological weather. So focus on depth, things going on beneath the surface, and what's true. Right. And you know what? When you, because of Scorpio energy, um, that, that has to pull from the Taurus polarity then. Right. So Scorpio, see how she talks at the appropriate time. Okay. Yes, Bia, I hear you. Right. She has this way of just like responding to stuff. I swear. Anyway. So, um, Scorpio is things that are dead underneath the ground, right? The taboo, um, hidden, the hidden, you know, the, the secrets, the secrets, the mysterious, right? Scorpio loves mystery and they like being mysterious. Their energy is like black velvet with like a candle lit in front of it. It's like hot, but like, alluring like you kind of you want to touch the flame you know but you can't you can't you can't what's a sign on fire see i'm telling you they're like liquid fire to me scorpio energy is like liquid fire it's like it's like lava to me like that it's, mars you know, rulership it makes sense mm-hmm. <clears throat> it does make a lot of sense but scorpio has to pull from its polarity of taurus so if scorpio is everything that is dead taurus is everything that's living it's mm. it's the well well, you think like, about it too. They're in this times of year. So in spring, that's Taurus, when everything back to life. Taurus is maintaining the everything that's <laughs> sprung back up. Scorpio <laughs> is maintaining fall <laughs> when things are dying. Dying, right? So, so you're it's, you're right. So your rewards for doing your inner work are inconceivable almost because then if you think of the and you should always think of the and you see i'm about to spark up no shame um but you think of the zodiac wheel as telling a story by the time we hit libra season it's the harvest now everything that you did for the first part of the astrological year which starts with Aries season you should start seeing a lot of you're reaping a lot of that now our ancestors had to prepare for winter so it was important that they did everything they were supposed to do in all preceding seasons so when it was airy season they had to be like all right let's get some seeds in here let's get it going but it's really funny to me that we don't think of because western astrology is based on the path of the sun the sun's ecliptic which is just the seasons in the northern hemisphere at least so it's so easy to tie those things together and look at these things and see how they fit so it's fall we're getting ready for winter 
things have to die. The natural cycle of life right now is that things are dying off. You should have already collected what you can preserve and hold on to to maintain you through you know, that period, right? So the next season is Sagittarius season. So after we've balanced things out, Libra, killed shit off, <laughs> rebirthed ourselves anew, now we can stand in the place of Sag. Have, excuse me, have, do y'all not know Sagittarius energy? Jupiter ruled, let, expansive, let me get out there and do some shit. Let me explore. And let me, let me seek a singular truth. That's what, see, but what did we just say? You have to decide which one of those you're going to pick because that's where you're going to go. But see, it tells a story. Like I said, I've been talking to my brother. My brother is a Sag. Unfortunately, I don't have the rest of his birth information, so I have no idea what the rest of his chart looks like. But my brother is a Sag, and he's been displaying such Sagittarian traits. He's so fixated on a result, but he's failing to actually take the journey himself. So it's like, it's this idea he has, but it's not going to manifest because he's too worry, worried about the end goal and not about the little steps that it takes to achieve it. And I had to tell him that. I had to break that down for kid because that makes you so much sense. You don't want to be 30 fucking years old finding out that you've been trying to skip over shit. You know? Listen, that's a collective lesson too because the North Node is in Gemini and the South Node is in Sag. We're supposed to be kind of leaving behind the singular, like, you know, not that Sag energy can't be used in, in a positive way. Again, of polarity is, is part of the Gemini energy, but we're supposed to be open now. And too many people are falling back on the South Node and therefore, you know, doing the negative sad shit I think. okay standing on your soapbox this is the way i've always done things i know better mm. it's like the the guy that went off on a quest by himself decided to leave everything behind and just goes wherever he wants to go on a whim seeking just this one thing you know what i mean and that's all he's focused on so the people no, that he meet in, in his boy. journey right they're not as important as where he's going so that's like the energy of it we can use that positively. So, Absolutely. remember we were talking about some of how hard it is to face truth. Mm -hmm. Because what truths are coming up for people? Like, these are collective things coming up. We've been noticing this just sprinkled through the collective. And with people, there are common themes. So, a lot of people, and I know for me, I have a, I'm a water Mercury. I have Mercury and Pisces, and I have it natally retrograde. So, ooh, mm -hmm. I don't know if you, I don't know if y'all would like to venture there. It's it's an interesting place to be. It literally feels like I'm absorbing knowledge through how things feel, but you know. Having that an understanding makes a lot of sense. That somehow makes a lot of sense because I resonate with that too. It feels like I have, I have a fire Mercury, but I you just I I'm trying to think of how to describe it. If it don't feel right, I I don't have an understanding of it. Mm -hmm. But 
water mercuries you guys this energy is trining well actually scorpio season energy will try your mercury when mercury moves forward again um because it's in libra now that will be trining your mercury um you guys already have this semblance of feeling and emotion and intuition when it comes to how you process things, how you understand them, how you come to an understanding and how you communicate, you know? So, you know, this energy, trines are easy flows of energy. Scorpio is invading Pisces. Scorpio is invading Cancer. So you can kind of look at it like, you know, if you're a Cancer or you have a Cancer Mercury, I'm specifically just talking about that for now, but I guess it could apply to any cancer placements, really. You're getting an opportunity, okay, so you have initiating emotional qualities about you. It's a cardinal sign it wants to go. So you're so in flow and ready to go with feelings. The Scorpio influence is giving you, first of all, Scorpio wants to be fixated somewhere. It wants to be stuck somewhere. It doesn't want to just be there and then there. Well, it kind of like, makes sense because in order for you to deal with something, you have to fucking sit there and look at it. And you got to stick in it and sit you in have it. To, you have to sit in your own shit for all intents and purposes. You yes, ma'am. So it just makes it. She keeps co-signing shit. <laughs> <laughs> she's quiet until she until I say something, and then she's like, "Yeah, yeah." She's like, "Yes, bitch. I I said it." But it's true. You have to. So, okay, you're, you may be leading with your emotions, cancer energy people with this. This energy is asking you to stay in them. So if you're going to stay in them, what's worth staying in? What's worth examining? Really dig underneath the surface, like emotionally. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you just have to. With Pisces, it's like that too. If you have a Pisces sun or Mercury, you're... <laughs> People, listen, people make fun of Pisces energy. They think it's soft. Bitch, we are the end of winter, beginning of spring. I can be warm or I can be cold. It's either way. Now, the thing about that that you're getting from Scorpio energy, Pisces, is you're getting asked to sit your ass down somewhere too because you're ready to run off. And stop creating the fucking illusions and that too. And, and stop being a fucking actress. You're getting help from that from Neptune right now. Even though Neptune's retrograde, so I feel like people are seeing it, like you're recognizing that's an act. Mm -hmm. That's an act. And you're going back over shit like, oh, <laughs> you know, like, but it's it's very much intuitive. There um, has to be a willingness there because you know what? If you, if you are acting, it, the universe is pretty simple. You likely have somebody in your face that you feel is fucking acting. And you're, you're likely getting a really good, hard fucking look at it, but you're too busy focusing on the other person That's and not focusing on your perspective of said person. Hmm. And you're not bringing it back. You're not bringing it back. Well, how, how am I being disingenuous to myself? Maybe it's not that I'm disingenuous to other people intentionally. Maybe it's that I lie to myself first. <clears throat> And then you lie to other people by proxy. Ma'am. Just, just a suggestion because I do it. 
I do it. And I don't, I'm not going to sit here and say, I don't. I feel you. <laughs> On the other side of things, what would we say? A mirror? Ah, during the water shining, I'm sorry, water, the sun shining on a water season, we get reflection, <laughs> don't we? What's being reflected back to you? <clears throat> That's a good fucking question. But it's like the wor- water's are a little murkier because it's Scorpio, so you got to go in. <clears throat> you got to go in and under... You have, you're kind of left, you're kind of left with the choice, sink or swim. Yeah. So you can get, you can get trapped in all the smog and the, let's say there's like quicksand underneath that water. You have no idea. And because you don't know what to grab hold of, you drown. Meanwhile, if you fixated and you sat there enough and you were humble enough and said, <clears throat> I live in a world that's totally going to shit right now and all for good reason. What part do I play in this? What part do I play in this? Cause we all chose to exist here at this time right now. Yeah. I, I have that any one too. person, you know what, for any one person to just be like, I'm just here to do nothing but good. I have nothing to work on. That, I, I just choose to be a light in this world. Honey, you can be a light and still deal with your darkness. I don't understand where the misconception came from. That it has to be one or the other. I'm not getting it. One doesn't exist without the other. One doesn't exist without. How are you a light if you're not dark? You're not. See, but people don't. They don't listen. It's universal fucking law. Like, it is. It just, it's universal law. That's but, you know, everybody talks to God, and apparently God is instructing all these people to do all this crazy fucking shit. When it's just like... Okay. I'm okay. dead, bitch. I'm dead. Okay. Okay. The accountability that one has to take for self has to be paramount. If that's not important to you, of course you're going to put your shit off on other people and the world will always be about examining what other people do and never what you do. That's always the case. Everybody's telling everybody to heal, whatever. (laughs) First of all, don't listen to me. don't, Don't listen to me. If I don't resonate with you, don't listen. I mean, you can listen to me and be like, but mm mm-mm. Do it be- because this hits something in you to make you like connect with what anybody is saying at any given moment. That goes for me too. I'm sure you feel the same. Something won't resonate until one day it does. Yeah. I am, you know, I'm a Taurus. I'm a little bit stubborn. So when I get new information, that has to process somewhere. That has to culminate. And either it fuck, I fuck with it or I don't. And you know what? It might take a while before I fuck with it. But I will get there. I will get there. I think that, I think that every, you know, we, we sort of live in the age of entrepreneurship now. Right? We do. Especially <laughs> with COVID. Oh, my God. I mean, people are like, selling scented candles and i don't just mean like hand making them i mean like scentsy and things like that you know like people are 
are selling all all different types of things to keep their their head you know above water and <clears throat> to create a a freedom lifestyle i definitely get it now even more so in the spiritual community people study something for five fucking minutes and then they want to make six figures off of it i've seen this girl happen. there are all these revealed videos about different people i don't want to i ain't going to name their names but like really big people in the spiritual community who have all sorts of books and decks and and stuff going we and stuff the other day mm. yeah there's stuff coming out and you're like okay. you're supposed to be an authority and you teach most of the shit that you create you're you're teaching people how to surrender you're trying to teach them how to surrender to the beauty of life and when someone checks your ass because you do something uncouth all of a sudden you're too big to be touched that's where I take issue. Yeah, that's not cool. I don't care how much money you make. I don't care how many followers you have. Other people may look at that and go, you must be doing something right. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean yeah. like you could be paying the right people to create. You're right, everything could be you. happening. Everything could be happening for you. <clears throat> but don't ever get too big for your britches. Hell no. Yo, if you're not always growing and learning, then I don't really know what you're doing. So I don't care if you have 2 million followers and you've written 17 books. If there's still not some sort of self-accountability <clears throat> and being accountable to oneself is recognizing one shit and working on it and growing, then I don't care how many followers you have. Then I just don't, that doesn't mean anything. So it's interesting because we're seeing a lot of that happen and like accusatory things but not only that, people feeling like, oh no, see, I can't, I can't not talk about this anymore. Like yes, things are, have come to a head. Where it's like, nope, putting this shit on the table now because enough is enough. So that energy of them going inward and reflecting <laughs> is making them be like, yo, okay, I got to get this out of me. That's another thing that people, I don't think associate with the retrograde that they should it's like they keep hearing i shouldn't be starting this or doing this or doing that it's not about not doing things it's about how in accordance with the energy they are to flow in your favor if you're finding the cause the root causes the, the shit that was underneath that murk that you have to deal with sometimes it gotta come out that don't mean hide it that doesn't mean don't let it out and honestly if you surround yourself with intuitives or other spiritual beings, there's no hiding. That is true. Somebody's going to pick up on how you feel. Mm-mm. And everyone thinks that they're my intuit in their mind. My intuition's fire. I'm, I'm, I'm mad intuitive. So am I. <laughs> <laughs> and you ain't adding up. Two and two equals seven when I look at you. This is what's happening. And I, I swear to you, this is, this is what is happening in life. Two and two is not equaling seven. It's not. <clears throat> so remember I said before, dealing with this energy for yourself, but then having to deal with it as far as the collective goes. How is that coming up for you? Like, ask, I want people to actually sit with themselves and ask that because 
if you're not picking up on things right now, like that aren't necessarily the energy, said, right. the the energy, energy is right to tell you too. everything like, you need to know. Well, if you're not getting something, it's because there's a subconscious resistance. And I want to go back to something you said earlier. Mm-hmm. You said what you focus on matters because it, it does something. I do, but maybe a lot of other people don't. Mm-hmm. They don't give their subconscious enough credit. That your, is subconscious, true. your subconscious governs 90%, over 90% of what you do, think, feel, and experience in your waking day. Yes. So if you think that your life is just a conscious creation, you got another thing coming. You got to get to that subconscious, honey, because that, that's where all the secrets are kept. And that's what Scorpio wants. Scorpio wants to get down into that subconscious and it wants to go, let's rearrange some things here <laughs> because it's kind of fucking messy down here. Let, Expose let's rearrange yourself. Listen, that, that's why people get mad when I say Scorpio energy is so pure. And I, I mean pure by it wants the pure, unadulterated it truth. It wants to purify. And yes, it needs the truth so it can purify. If I can't I don't see, see exactly don't what see. I'm dealing with, I can't I don't see the it. issue with calling Scorpio energy pure energy. When it is utilized to its full advantage, it is undoubtedly pure. It's That's like holy water. Yes. And you have killed off something, but not just killed something off. You have You've used it for fertilizer. Else. Yes. Or what? The Taurus polarity to maintain, to, to maintain feed, life. Yes, to feed life. I love it. Elemental as fuck today. Listen. Yes. If you are very much able to at this point, you should give your feelings more credence. You know how some people just don't want to deal with that. Like, seriously, trust how you feel. I think a lot of people are scared to do that. And what winds up happening is they think, oh, I'm just being this. Oh, it can't be that. Nah. Feelings are right, it's like she just said. True. Listen, you're going to find, you. this is the time to feel out that truth. No matter how you regularly deal with things going on on the undercurrent. Because I got to say, if the truth is placing someone else in the hot seat or the bad seat over you. That's not the truth. No, not at all. That's not the truth. Not at all. That's your truth. That's not the truth. The truth is that people come into your life to trigger things out of you. And honestly, it's us with the weak boundaries. We can still learn something from somebody and watch them from a distance and still pick up on things. Yes, ma'am. A lot of us connect ourselves so deeply and entangle ourselves. <clears throat> that's the, I think that's like the word of, of the year, entanglement, right? Entanglement. entanglement. Unprecedented and entanglement. Those are like the two major <laughs> keywords of this year. So. <clears throat> never used them so much in my life. No, never, never. And I usually say entanglement to be funny. I don't even really say it anymore to be like serious. Now it's like a joke, but. I get it. Um, If your truth is that somebody else is always the bad person, that's not the truth. That's your truth. Yes, ma'am. So we are responsible for our surroundings. That means people, places, things, 
we are solely responsible for that. Everything yes, we do is a co-creative. It is co-creational. But in order for that to have been created, you had to come with a part of the recipe and the other person had to come with a part of the recipe. You bring the eggs, I bring the milk. Were my eggs spoiled? Were your, was your milk spoiled? It was curdled. <laughs> it was curdled. <laughs> was the sugar really salt? I think so. I think what a lot of people consider to be sweetness is actually real fucking salty. Listen. You expect people to bring certain things for, to the table, but are you really sure they're bringing to the table what are you bringing to the table what you said you're bringing to the table? That's a good fucking question. Your salt look like sugar and vice versa. You have to taste it first. You have to taste it. So that's sitting with all this shit. Taurus taste. Oh. <laughs> Listen. You'll know immediately. You will. And I've been seeing that a lot around me. There's this there's this energy sort of of Bia agrees. Yeah, she's like, I'm sick of bitches. Um <laughs> <laughs> so there's this energy of possession, which is very scorpionic. Yes. In a different definitely. way. In a different way. Oh yeah, it's Taurus, obsessive. Taurus is possessive too. Taurus is possessive too. Yeah. Um Taurus can be possessive over people. Um I've been both. Uh, maybe it's, it's more of a it's more of a tangible expression of possessiveness. It's like things I can actually things. have, ta- things. Items. I it it likes cool. to indulge with the senses too, but then Scorpio is like, I will possess your soul. Yes. Scorpio wants to possess your soul because they want to purify it. And you have to sort of give it over to them in order for them to be able to do that. So their intensity, it serves a purpose. It's just, have they done their scorpionic duty? Listen, that that counts too. So when we were talking about being able to separate the understanding that you have a choice, so you can choose the higher vibrations of something or you could choose the lower vibrations of something. What are you choosing? So for the Scorpio energy, a lot of people will give this energy flack. And then we've got this beautiful full moon coming too. Child. Full moon I am Taurus. very excited for that. I, I am very excited. I'm excited too, but I feel like yeah, more of what I'm, listen to what we are saying, please, if it resonates in any way like keep keep your ear open because some of the lower vibrations of scorpio are going to very much be on display everybody isn't attuning themselves to you know the higher the you know what too and i should just pull up the list but i'm telling you guys the the parts of Scorpio energy that allow you really to die, be reborn, but not only die and be reborn, be comfortable in that rebirth. 
a lot of times when we have to let things go or change something, especially if it's something deep seated and that we haven't been addressing, that, that makes it even worse because you ain't even been dealing with it. So now that it's sitting right here and you're forced to deal with it, it's uncomfortable. You don't like it. And if you're not careful with it, you could just be pushing yourself further away from actually dealing with whatever that thing is. The full moon coming in Taurus, I feel like uh, I automatically think of what is worth it to you. That's the theme that this moon screams at me. So in all this energy, so that goes back to what we said earlier, what is worth it to you? <clears throat> to have the light shine on and to have to deal with. Now listen, <clears throat> I mean this from the very bottom of my soul. <laughs> I don't think there's anyone who is ill-equipped to deal with even the hardest shit. Everybody does it at different paces. It's not something that's instantaneous either it's work mm -hmm. i don't want people to think that i'm like making their experiences small or making them minimizing your experience easy. yeah i'm not doing that at all i'm just like if you had any idea of the shit that i've endured in my lifetime i say i'm not talk i'm not speaking from a place of not understanding some of the most vicious trauma okay but what I am saying is that I have enough faith in you as a human being to be able to start to work through that trauma. Mm -hmm. So when we get these astrological cycles and we get these time frames where I'm saying, hey, you should focus on this part of the energy. There's always something going on astrologically. If you look down to every single thing that was going, you would, it would, dude, the devil would then be in the details. There would be so much. But there are certain things that stand out and that we choose to talk about for a reason. Mm -hmm. So, I'm going to ask the Renaissance mystic. We started with, okay, I need to be accountable and face my truth. Mm -hmm. What do you think the collective needs to hear as far as truth right now? Because we were talking about that the other day and I feel mm -hmm. like there's a reason why themes of truth keep coming up. So I think one of the most potent is that so long as there is childhood trauma and your idea of what trauma is needs to be redefined because trauma is not just sexual abuse. Trauma no. is not just emotional abuse. Trauma is whatever you were fed by your family members or your your family unit and your surroundings mm -hmm. that took you out of your essence so when you started adapting to things that you didn't quite believe in but you were sort of forced that is a trauma because you are now forced to act in such a way that does not go according to what you believe to be true or right that is a trauma yeah. And a pillar at that. And a pillar of your trauma at that. Secondly, <clears throat> if you did incur any sort of sexual abuse and you haven't dealt with it, you carry the energy of sexual abuse 
And unfortunately, that means that when you interact with somebody, you're feeding them that, mm-hmm. especially if they have encountered that as well, which is nine times out of 10, the absolute truth. So there's this bonding and mutual trauma bonding. Yeah, trauma bonding and mutual reception of yeah. sexually distorted energy. Is that what you want to create life on? Is that the blueprint that you want your children to have? And when you're an adult who thinks that they're beyond dealing with their sexual trauma, then you yourself become, a, become an abuser. And that doesn't mean that you sexually abuse people. No. It means that you are, your, your sexual energy is now manipulative because that's what it knows. So therefore, your energy becomes very manipulative towards other people. You become almost a spiritual molester. Nobody wants to hear this, but I, I, I have felt like I have been groomed by people before. Yeah. And not in a sexual sense. But they were people with unresolved sexual energy, and I couldn't, I couldn't separate the two. Right. I just couldn't fucking bring myself to do it. And it's not because I didn't want to. I don't want that to be the case. But when you have unresolved sexual trauma, you become a, an abuser and a, a groomer. A man- and a manipulator. And a manipulator to And it makes people. sense. Because your sexual energy is creative energy, right? So and it's what attracts most people to you because let's face it, most of humanity hasn't risen their awareness outside of their genitals. So let's not pretend like almost every interaction with somebody is damn near sexual because that's, that's how they think. And then a lot of people will use their sexual energy that is not being poured into sex itself into other creative expression. It's, it's just transforming that energy. So it's still something that attracts, even if it attracts on you know, that sort of level. It's very important. People don't, uh, it sounds crazy to most people, but it's, it's very like What if you're true. a coach, like a spiritual coach and you have unresolved sexual trauma, you've laced your entire program, that thing you with created, yeah. you laced your entire program with that. I get it. So that's something that needs to be said. Um, try Teachers, same thing. Parents and parents. Teachers. Teachers, oh my God. Oh my God. I was in school and a teacher got in trouble. I don't know if he did it, but he got in trouble for being inappropriate with one of the students. Now, I don't know if he was just flirting with her or I don't know if he was actually like engaged. This is in high school though. So I don't know if he was actually engaging in sexual activity with her. But I remember him getting I'm pretty sure he got fired and that's that like you also when you have sexually distorted energy meaning your sexual energy has been tainted because it was taken from you and then somewhere in your subconscious you believe that that's the only way that you can communicate or forge bonds with somebody is by taking something that doesn't belong to you mm-hmm. That could be on an energetic sense and it could be in an emotional sense. It could be sexual too, right? So we get upset when men want to drink with women and, you know, lure them with drugs. Do you know how many women try to get my best friend drunk all the time? And he's like, no, he doesn't do drugs. He doesn't drink and he can't, he can't be swayed. 
a lot of these women out here acting like sexual predators. And that needs to be fucking said too. Need to stop hiding behind your vagina. It's not a shield. It isn't. You're a predator. You're a predator. Yeah. End of story. End of story. That's That goes into so many areas too, because okay. when you see people get molested by women, it's just like, then there's jokes made about it. And, you know, men are oh, always I like- Oh, I wish teachers were like that when I was growing up. Do, do you really though? Do yeah, you really? Little... Do you really? You don't say that. Please and don't. is that the world that you want your kids living in? Because if it's okay for a hot woman to sleep with a young kid, then it's okay for a hot man to sleep with a young kid. In yeah. which case, none of which are okay. So yes. you, you, you need to stop. You know, yeah. you need to stop with the penthouse fantasies. The pornography culture is just out of pocket at the moment. Everything, people are so deeply ingrained with watching other people have sex that everything outside of them becomes a sex scene. I don't vibe with that. Me neither. I don't vibe with that. And this is not a dig at anybody that does sex work, but I think there's a difference. There's a difference too. There's a sacred, there's a sacred connection, especially like anybody that does any sort of BDSM and you do it appropriately. There's a trust and an exchange that you're having. Right. There's a surrender that happens. But we're talking about just random. You already know, because a lot of people who are exposed to pornography young really don't see a problem with it the way people who either don't watch it really at all or who didn't really fuck with it young. um, They don't understand their acceptance happened earlier to certain things which affected them in different ways people really and don't that is a trauma it is a trauma i have known that i should not have known no as a kid what that was but the abuse had already taken place so your awareness subconsciously begins to pick up on these that oh i shouldn't see oh i shouldn't mm, i should right <laughs> right you're chasing that it's like it's like chasing an initial high or something, even though it was a low. Yes. <clears throat> so that gives you food for thought, okay? Because uh, like you said, we're not shitting on sex work. It's actually really reputable. Um, <laughs> Bia agree. Apparently Bia That's agree. no, that's Niall now. Oh, that's, that's oh okay, the Capricorn. The Capricorn but that's even funnier. The Capricorn said, get that paper. <laughs> He said, it's by any lady. means necessary, but purify yourself. Because if you do sex work, because subconsciously you think that that's what you deserve or that's all you have to offer, that's an issue. Because then you're not really providing a person with a, a safe experience. It's what are they getting a, in exchange? Just it's more of a defiling, which... Has its place, I guess. It has its place. But if I was to be, you know, like priestess, uh, some priestesses back in the day were, were sacred prostitutes. Yes. Um, and, but they did levels of alchemy and healing that we can't even fathom. So the same energy wasn't really present. Not saying that there isn't a darker aspect to the feminine or to the masculine that can't be 
exposed and, right. and extracted. But <laughs> if it's pretty much just like paid sexual abuse because you have two traumatized people sleeping with each other or doing whatever, um, to me, that's not safe. To me, that's not sacred. That's, that's. There's an exchange of energy going on. So think of as like a sacred, a sacred prostitute, which you would have to be transmuting that you're taking in. And then also what you would be giving to the other person so that this exchange could even be considered healing in some capacity. You know what what I mean? Like we're just recycling trauma energy between each other. And especially when we fail to look at what's going on for real under the surface. Um, I had a dream a few months ago. Now I've been working on, you know, you know this, but I have been working on, you know, my generational issues with, which honestly is very appropriate for Scorpio season because most of our shadows come from the family line. Mm. So doing your ancestor work and your generational work, it honestly, for me, feels like of the utmost importance, at least for me, at least for me. But so what runs in my family is pedophilia and incest. And, but it's, it's masked. It's masked. Nobody, it's not evident to people. You would never know if you didn't hear it from me, you know? Um, And I've noticed that, um, ma'am. How dare you? I'm going to mute him. I'm going to mute him. All right, we're going to pause for just a moment. So doing your generational work is important because you're, you're alchemizing generational trauma. Now, your generational trauma may not look the same way for you that it did for your aunt or for your mom or for your dad or for your brother. It will look very different, but the energetic signature is going to be the same. The blueprint of that energy is precise because it's been passed down through the DNA. Everything about you is genetic. Your, yes. your consciousness is genetic. Everything about you is genetic. Your illnesses, your looks, your traumas, it's all genetic. It's all genetic, right? So <clears throat> we're going through an immense period where our, our DNA is being upgraded, but we have to do the work too. We have to relinquish things, right? So like I said, my thing, my, my spidey senses get real, real zeroed in on pedophilia energy and incest energy because that's what exists in my family as well as negative partnerships. There's negative associations to men. Women have an issue with the men that they choose, but there's built-in misogyny into the family that's namely feminine. Yes, ma'am. The amount of female members far outweighs the amount of male members, and there's a lot of built-in misogyny in my family. Okay, so that's something that has to get dealt with because, you know, your grandmother's, she allowed herself to get raped and and her children to get raped just because she had nothing else. She had nothing else going for her. She didn't know what else to do. Um, Is that is that like what you want for future generations? Is that what you want? So 
these are the darker sides of things that exist in almost every fucking family I know. I, I, it's easier to say who hasn't experienced this shit than it is who has. Because the answer of who has is a damn near everybody. You know? So everybody that I know has gone through some shit. Me and you exchange stories. Me and my other friends exchange stories. I, even when I wasn't really focusing on sexual trauma in a session with somebody, oh, it comes up. Yeah. It, it comes up. Absolutely it does. So there's this, there's this understanding that I have, like, I, and I have like these bloodhound like senses that just pick up when there's something there. And it's like, I don't care if you don't remember it. I don't, I feel it. I feel it. And it's not just me. Yeah. Because I've come to the place on my healing journey where my experiences They've allowed me to become who I am so that I can hold space for other people. And I think it's a beautiful thing. And I'm not triggered or traumatized by my issue, by my experiences anymore. They have become my fertilizer. Yes. And I'm able to hold space for people who I understand everything hurts somebody differently. Right. From my perspective, people who have gone through far more difficult things than I have. And I hold very sacred space for them and for people who have PTSD in regards to sexuality or things like that. I'm able to hold space for them and make them feel safe because you reacting to the, oh my God, I can't believe, oh, oh, they don't need that. They don't need you to do that. That's you showing yourself how unhealed you are because we can feel strongly about something but we don't have to react every single time. The, the overreaction, the, the, the violence, you know, um, if you, if you, if you utilize that experience properly, meaning you do the healing that needs to be done and you become a voice for people just like you. Yes. That's how you fix it. That's how you alchemize it. So being the first one in my family to be, not the first one to be honest about my experiences because there were a few before me. Right. But not on a social platform. I've been very honest. I don't go into detail because a lot of family members do follow me. And it's not that I want to avoid conflict with them. It's just, you're already resistant. So digging that in deeper is not something I'm interested in doing. Yeah, I gotcha. It, it's not because I have anything to hide. It's, it's because, because you'd be helping to create more resistance if you respond a certain way. So when I post something, my family members could easily go, oh, maybe she's talking about the other side of her family. Maybe it's not this one. Let them think what the fuck they want to think because they know what's coming up for them. They do. I'm not in control of what they do with the information I provide. You know what I mean? So. for as long as you don't deal with that, you're giving that to somebody else. And is that what you want to do? That's not what I want to do. That's not what I want to do. Nor I. I want to be, I am pure. I want to be, I want to maintain that purity. Purity doesn't mean that you don't have impurities. Right. It means that you recognize yourself on a grander level of 
okay, I can integrate that into my beauty, my light, my sovereignty. I agree. Mm. And I think that's a really big lesson for Scorpio season. Yes. It's deep. It's deep. Scorpio's deep. You got to get with it. And I feel like um, there's some things that we all know are going to be uncomfortable. So that's why we avoid them. But doing your work sometimes means having to deal with those things. So you might as well, it's going to be uncomfortable. There's no way around it. That's just, that's just part of it. That doesn't mean it's not worth it. No, it's very worth it because you're clearing generational karma and trauma. And not only are you opening yourself up to experience more of your own light, but you're creating more light when you create families and you're, you're bringing people into this world with a safer foundation. Yes, ma'am. And a lot of people can't seem to get out of their own way because it's like, well, this is hard for me. It's hard for everybody. Shut up. <laughs> the fuck? You, you just... It's not easy for anyone. That's an important thing to put there. Look, the more that you get, tr- people get mad when I say this, but it's like victim mentality. Look, nobody is invalidating your experience by saying it's hard for everybody. This is just a reminder so that you don't become such a selfish dick that when, let, let's say, okay, usually people snap on you and say that when you're in the midst of trying to be there for them while they're going through this. First of all, you know how many people don't have anybody to help them go through it? How blessed you are that someone showed up for you? I'm just saying. But <clears throat> when that occurs and people are being ingrates, and th- no one is thinking outside of themselves. You want somebody to think about you, but you're not thinking about what it's like on the other side of this exchange. I think this is an important thing that we have to do with this energy. Like, okay, yeah, I could be going through my shit right now, but if, I, if I'm not considering the person that I'm talking to, their ability to receive me right now, whether it's even a good time for them to do that, like, I need to get more in the habit of this, and I say it all the time, like, damn, are you even, can you hold space for me right now? So I'm guilty of that too, I'll just message know? or some shit and i'll be but, like <laughs> but i think we the way that we do it is like when the other party we when i get back on messenger i'm gonna see it it's not like you know what i mean whatever's going I'm not on, really I'm, interrupting anything you're doing it's more like it's there for when for whenever mm-hmm. but in our one-to-one like maybe not so many face-to-face these days conversations in person with a lot of different people maybe one thing that we're not doing is thinking of how we're taking or what other people are going through that are going to make them respond to us a certain way. I think if you look through life through a very like narrow lens, once you are dealing with your trauma and your hurt, and it's just kind of like, this is uncomfortable anyway, it's very easy to get caught up in like feeling disrespected and slighted and self and selfishly thinking that you're all that matters. I mean, yes, there's a part of you that has to go within self, but how do you do that when you interact with others so that they don't, they're not slighted by that? Yes. I think the misconception, the misconception is you are most important to you. You're not most important 
in comparison or contrast. Right. Thank you. That's a good distinction to make because that being the case, someone else is going to probably themselves is going to be the most important to them. So why would they respond to you? Like you're the most important thing to them. That's the other thing. It's like what we throw that on other people. Look, I'm appreciative if you listen, communicate, talk, interact with me. Same. Hopefully I can get something from every single exchange, even the ones that go, we have with people that like, we're like, uh, unsavory, right? I learn something. I take something from it, you know, but you have to recognize where, oh my gosh, I may be like, so focused on me that I don't, I'm not thinking about how I come off and maybe you don't care. And I get it. Like sometimes that happens, but this is not the time it's not the time to fuck around. I- no, the Scorpio energy, along with this telling you all this positive shit, like makes people suspicious as fuck. So if you move in funny in any way, because you can't, I, for whatever reason, if there's going to be a lot funny, of, a lot of questioning. Yes. It is better to be clear <laughs> as clear as can be in this heavy energy, because people are already on alert. You're, the scorpion is poised to sting like so you know given that that's the case in situations and um environments where you value the people around you you got to kind of stay on easy everybody's going through something right now i pull cards and she's gonna pull cards too yes you are not nobody is on a pedestal above people or beneath people because to be honest to be honest because of the law of polarity there does have to be a level of density to match the the brilliance of the light that's in this world so you kind of we really all kind of have to come out of that like polarized thinking I'm not saying you have to like everything, but you have to understand that some, in some capacity, it serves its purpose. Right. You know, um, again, we just so happened to decided that we wanted to be here. Yeah. That means that you have to deal with earthly issues. What your brethren and sistren, that's not a word. Yeah, but but, hey, I like it. (laughs) Yes. Um, your brothers and sisters are all going through something and you're not separate from it. You're not separate from it. So you can do all the egotistical gymnastics that you want. You can, you can walk all the tight ropes you want. You know, you can do all the cartwheels and flips around the fucking truth that you want, but we're all here to deal with certain things. Yes. And guess what? Scorpio season with, Mars retrograde in Aries? That screams sexual abuse for me. That's a huge theme. Violence, too. Sexual violence, violence, just regular violence. Um, look at what was going on, you know, in, in Philly a few days ago. And look what's going on around the world. You know, I, I said to you, I felt, even though I know that there was some still, still some shit happening, I really had felt like it, it calmed down a little bit. Mm. And then all of a sudden, there was just this spike. It's going to continue by my estimate. Yes, it is going to continue. And I wholeheartedly believe it. And I wholeheartedly expect it. Your mission, 
There are some people who are meant to be warriors on the front lines. That's fine. There are other people who are really meant to be creating safe places at home, especially women. Women, we abandoned each other for a very, very long time. We fought over men to be mm. property, yeah. to be some, some, some prized peace, right? Yes. I know women, I know women whose husbands were sexually abusing their children and instead of feeling the need to do something about it, they felt jealous. Yep. What? What? This is the, the and, and females, we got to do better. Sorry. We got to do better. You have to face your shadows too. And the fact that you're just as manipulative and as aggressive as men. This You're full moon and Taurus should put some light on that too. The moon is exalted in Taurus. So the I motherly nurturing energy is, is very much appreciated in the energy of Taurus. But again, I keep saying, what's valuable to you? So think about that for a minute, which you just said. Some of these things that people are holding on to. Oh, she agreeing. Oh, excuse me. But... um some of the things that people have to be dealing with that the values are skewed. Like what you just said was a, a value that was askew. Yes. For one to allow, uh, how do you, I can't even fathom allowing myself to feel any sort of jealousy towards my child being molested basically. So that's a skewed values. Uranus is in Taurus too. We're getting our values tested. Shout out to Marie Russo for putting it this way. It's stuck with me ever since she said it. Who, your values is getting irritated. Now, what are your values? Because value sounds like a good thing, right? Well, depending on where it lays for somebody. You could be embodying the, the females, the, the feminine. You could be embodying the dark mother, or you can be embodying the loving mother. You get to to choose which one you want to be. Um, I think a lot of women too, if you have endured sexual abuse, you should be looking for signs and symptoms within your kids. So if your kids are hypersexual, well, we live in the age where there's just ass and titties everywhere and you really don't have to have special access for it. You know? So kids' minds are being corrupted earlier um being okay with sexuality is okay but what happened to just like tasteful nudes paintings that's sexuality Sexuality not like isn't just not like facials and and (laughs) like that's not your kids don't need to be okay with that like that is not that's not what they should be okay with. They should be okay with, you know, nude sculptures and like, you know, being able to feel comfortable in their own bodies. They don't. Yes, they the human body's beautiful. Us. Yeah, the human body's beautiful. I don't think there's any. It's just mm, there's not the appreciate. The value is askew. Again, another thing. The value, value is askew. Yes, the entire world has been. Um, it's sexually tainted. We are. We are sexually sick. We are diseased in the realms of sexuality. And if you don't hear that nowhere else, I'm sorry. 
but we're saying it here and we're standing by it. Mm. So that's heavy. That is very heavy. Listen, I pull cards for the elements. Mm, I love it. Um, Just to make it, I'm sorry. I just was like, woo, it kind of hit me and stuck me right here. (sighs) Starting with fire, risings, suns, moons. So that's Aries, Sagittarius, peoples. (laughs) She said, Leo peoples. Um, I pulled from the Wisdom of the House of the Night deck and the Moonology deck, and individuality came up for the fire signs. So, listen, Mars came to mind when I saw this. Mars is, like, right now in its, like, favorite place to be, right? And, and it's not going at its regular expression. This energy is getting pushed inward. What parts of you that make you you that you know that make you you? You know, deep down, you feel it burning, are being suppressed and pushed inward. And why? That's not always a bad thing. No, it can be conditioning. Yeah, you you might need, listen, I'm sorry. Fire, spirit wants to move. Okay, so it can feel particularly damaging, especially I feel like the fire moon people. Oh, yeah. For, um, you know, emotions to just be pushed more inward. You want that expression out of you. Like, you, you know what I mean? You want it to go. You want it to have space to move. It needs yeah. to do that. So when it doesn't, why, why, is, why is that happening? Sometimes it's to get shit to your attention. There's something about your individual journey, your individual self, your sense of self, I should say, that is making you feel like movement needs to happen. Movement can happen in the form of like physical movement. You can channel that through there. Some people do that all the time and it seems to let out a lot of their internal turmoil and aggression. You still have to deal with what's at the core of it. but. You might have to speak on some shit. Journeys are um, spiritual and inward as well. Yes, yes. Not just physical. Then the waxing crescent moon um, card came up for them, which means have faith in your dreams. The thing about Mm -hmm. that is, so, okay, another thing. Sorry, Mercury would rather be in Gemini or Virgo, but now back in Libra, still an air sign, still about processing things in a certain way. But the Scorpio energy, the Scorpio energy wants you to go beneath the surface. A lot of people, when they need to go underneath the surface, they're not able to do so consciously. Like you said earlier, like 90% of what's going on with us is actually coming from a subconscious place. The dream realm, I think, is a great place for people to utilize to their advantage that a lot of people kind of look at as this like weird mystical thing that like randomly happens, you know, that there's no value hidden in there. So for, um, you know, fire, suns, risings and moons, it's saying there's something for you to have faith in and in your dreams. Having faith is about knowing that there's going to be something found there for you. 
the yeah. faith is that this will occur because if it didn't exist, it wouldn't be faith. You're not just, oh, I kind of hope that's going to happen. No, you force yourself, force yourself to be, to, I hate to say force, but force yourself to be open to, uh, I'll find something there. There's something in the subconscious for you to find at that place. Oh, absolutely. When I think of fire signs, um, you know, when you look at like the ace of wands and the tarot or something, it's like, it's like someone lit a torch that you can now use to illuminate places within you. See? Oh, pull a card for the fire signs. Well, funny you say that because the first card that I pulled was the sun. We might as well stay on like just going to elements so they can get their goodies. You know what I mean? So you got so, the sun. Oh, personality, individuality. That that's what's the oh. what's inherited and what's yours. Hmm. That's good discerning too. Scorpio yes, wants to know what's mine. What's what's not mine? I'm gonna give it back to you if it's not mine. Yeah, you know, they have it. So, you know. Scorpio represents shared resources and legacies. That's the eighth house shit that all has to do with your family line. I have an eighth house son, so. What have you been sharing that ain't yours? Mm. It's only yours by way of. Having adopted it. Because of its relative with family. We don't need to hold on to all stuff like that. We don't. But you got the sun card for them. Hey. I got the sun card for them. And then I I only pulled three. So I'm going to do one for, for water now. And you know what? This. Oh, no, no, no. What I'm saying is it'll be easier if we go in order. So I was doing earth next. So I pulled two cards. And then I was. I want you to say whatever cards. Are you done with fire? Oh, yeah. Well, no. Because I, I pulled two for each element. So what I'm oh, saying is, though, I only pulled three, so I only have three elements being depicted. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Let so me know I gotta... get the fire. Look at me trying to organize. Look at my Capricorn moon. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> You're all good. It's all good. It'll be easier. So, yeah, that individuality and then that sun card coming up and the need to have a certain amount of faith. Yes. So then I will, you know what? I'm going to just pull the, um, the book out because this is a new deck. So I'm getting acclimated. I'm getting acclimated to the meanings. So we have the sum card, which is illumination. It's positive. It's, it's, it's renewal. There's this, there's this ability to shine your light on something and for you to be able to create something new with it, you know, see it in a different light, right? Different, the sun, the sun shines a different ray of light at different times of the day. It serves a purpose, you know, like you have dusk and you have the sunset and you have midday sun, which is really strong, right? Midday sun is where you, your ass gets burnt the worst, you know? So it's like, you get, you get to sort of pick how you work with that light. You don't want your own light to consume you and to burn you up. You know, you want to know how to use it. Um, and the sun nourishes things. Yeah. So what do you want to nourish? 
what do you want to nourish? Because if you're not shining your light everywhere, then you can't see what exists everywhere. And therefore you may be nourishing things that you're not necessarily proud of or that you would like to give life to or vitality to. Right. So I'm using the Kali Oracle deck as well. So I got 33. I'm almost there. I'm going to try to keep it as brief as possible. So for the fire signs, we got the Anahata Kali. Now, I'm really digging the sacred geometry that's around her chest. Mm. And she has this, I'm pretty sure, what is Anahata? Is that your heart chakra? You are asking the wrong person with that. <laughs> yes, heart chakra, it is. Okay. Ooh. So this is helping you to illuminate what's in your heart, what's your More true desire. Stuff. More Leo right? stuff. Yep. So beautiful power mother of the sacred universal heart who lives within our hearts as the wisdom and healing power of love. Your heart knows how to heal and how to open, how to break and how to repair itself to become stronger and wiser than before. Your heart cannot be contained or constrained by what has taken place. Your heart wisdom and empowerment are growing. Soon you shall have the wisdom and courage to accomplish something very important for your soul journey. Trust in the invisible workings of divine love. Let your heart be at peace. Mm. The sun is very fitting for that. Yes, it is. Because your heart in and of itself is a light. You get to dust off the cobwebs around it. You get to change the filters. You get to, you get to use yourself. Use yourself in a positive sense, not in the negative sense. So, Step up to the plate and be brave enough to do it too, because that sun is Leo energy, which rules the heart chakra. So it's love like, is truth. It, yes, it's truth. Yes, it is. Only people who don't care about you lie to you. Yes. Love is truth. Yes. So stop feeling offended when somebody has something to say that could be valuable to you. Mm. Stop resisting just because you didn't fucking come up with it. Enough. Enough. Dig it. Mm. All right. So what'd you get? So, oh no, I was done with fire. Are you still firing or? No, I'm done now. Okay. Now we're earth. Earth. Okay, cool. Taurus, Vago, Capricorn. You hear that, Moo? Capricorn. You look right at me. You got letting go for you guys. Mm. Now listen. (laughs) Hey, earth sign. Your element in general, firm usually. It's a stable place. Letting things go sometimes is not that easy, earth signs. Being able to allow things to kind of die. Some, some I feel like it, it depends on a person's like whole chart, but in general, you know, earth is practical. Now, the letting go portion in this season has a lot to do with, for you, I'm picking up on, what do you consider practical? What is practical matters to you? For instance, we sat and talked a little about how our family can kind of be the seat of most of the things that we're dealing with in some of this energy. 
So some people have set their own set of rules, you know, just on how I'm going to deal with life in general. Has it been practical for you thus far to deal with your family in the way that you've been dealing with them? This practicality, is it coming from a place of, okay, I don't, you know, it really doesn't matter how I feel, but, you know, I got to get through it. So if that's dealing with your, your family members, having to do things you don't want to do just because, you know, your family expects you to, all those sort of things. Someone could probably have convinced themselves that, you know, I've had to be this way about it because, okay, it has to do with, you have to let go of the expectations of other people. Design your own, design your, your life and your behavior around what is best for you deep down underneath all of this. A lot yeah. of family trauma comes from and people don't like this feeling of being pointed out for not going along to get along because it's no longer practical to them to do that. That's not something that they want to do. It does not serve them well. The minute you start stepping up, then, you know, people have something to say. This is how a lot of black sheep feel. Yeah. And then people teeter the line. Like, I don't want to feel like the weird one in the family because I'm challenging what they're doing or what they're saying, or tradition, or whatever it is, you know, you have the ability right now to use this energy to let go of any parts of what you've identified with in your habits with your families, habits with yourself. Absolutely. That it's really not for you. And it's interesting, because what comes up with that is basically the new moon and cancer card for you earth people. You and your loved ones are safe. Listen, listen, what does letting go have a lot to do with? You can't surrender while you have fear that, you know, something terrible is going to happen. Well, what you have to really do is get complete with the fact that no matter what happens, you'll be okay. Yes. The world is not going to fall apart because you stand your ground and no longer just go along with what your parents or your family wants you to do. You, it's good don't be don't fear this process so that's what we're getting for the earth suns risings and moons i love that what did you get for earth i got the wheel of fortune oh, bitches yes um so the wheel of fortune is essentially saying that there are karmic cycles being turned but you're also in control of how they turn. You're not necessarily at the will, I mean, um, at the will and mercy of karma. Yes. You are for as long as you don't know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> yes, you are. If you don't know your patterns, it may feel like you're being controlled by the universe, by some external source, right? But this is telling me that that's not true. See, all the fixed signs are represented here. This is telling me that even though we're talking about Taurus right now or earth signs right now, that there is this understanding that there is a necessity to be fixed in one place for a little bit, to look at yourself, to nourish something, to allow it to grow and turn and change into something else. Yeah, yeah. Me and you were discussing something the other day when we talk about ego deaths. It's semantics. Yeah. Okay? It's semantics. 
Because I told you I hate that term. I'm not trying because to Because we don't kill ego. our ego, right? We don't kill <laughs> our ego, we integrate it. Yes. So when you re- reject somebody saying, it's a little egotistical there with that, don't get upset and hear that egotistical means somehow that you're self-centered. Your ego was actually put in place to protect you. Hmm. So it is a defense mechanism. However, the world is so wrought with danger that every little perceived thing sets your ego on fire. And yeah. it just ravishes everything. And all of a sudden, everybody's an enemy. Yeah. Everybody's out to get you. My ego comes in when I feel like people don't want to listen to me. Because then I want to get loud. And then I want people to listen to me. That's me. That's where I get egotistical. You not being heard is a safety concern. Yes. It, it doesn't mean that I'm this like braggadocious asshole that just wants to be heard and paid attention to. No. Pointing out a wound, yeah. It's pointing out a wound where my little self knew something wasn't right and nobody wanted to listen to me. And then I incurred the, the consequences of that. Right. So it's not because I'm an egotistical asshole. It's because I need, I need to feel safe. And if you're not listening to me, then that tells me that even if what I'm saying is not important, when it is, you will still fall short and still make me feel unsafe. Okay? Yeah. So there's this. See, this almost looks like the sun too. Look at these two next to each other. This was the sun, and this is the wheel of fortune. Guess what? Scorpio is a fixed sign. The and Leo sun had, in a and Leo's sign. on the wheel of fortune, isn't it? And Le- yeah, Leo, so, Aquarius, Taurus, Scorpio. So that's bringing the sun. And do we have itself. some really relevant placements in all of those? Sun- I don't know about Leo. No, just because it, it ties the sun back into it. because just- it, it does. Leo rules the sun, right? So... There's this energy, <clears throat> it, it almost looks like, um, it almost looks like a flower. Yeah. There's like, it it kind of has these like folded edges, like kind of looks like a petal, right? And you see different animals. So you see the bull, you see like a, it looks like a cleric. Yeah. Um, you see an eagle and then you see a lion. So bulls are sturdy and stubborn, but they get work done. They're hard workers, but they're slow. Slow doesn't mean bad. No, you just, you're taking your time. Yes. Um, Lions are meticulous. They're like big cats, right? They plan, they plot, they scheme. Not in a bad way but they're pre they're premeditated. They're calculated. Cats very seldom take a step that they, that they, that they're going to miss. They do, but not really, Mm. you know, then you have the Eagle. The Eagle sends your wishes up to the heavens. It sees things from the highest perspective possible. And the cleric is someone who dedicates himself to truth and justice and virtue. Yes. So for, the earth signs, this is what you have. Dedicate yourself to those 
to those pillars, those virtues, truth, um, patience, heart, having tenacity and courage, and the ability to see things and yes, be changeable. Okay. So then we got we got this card. It's called Kurukala. Okay. Which is a very earthy looking card. Yeah. Very green. Very green. Very green. So this one, and again, forgive me, this is a relatively new deck and I really haven't gotten used to what they mean yet. I tend to not use books when I do cards, but um, I wanted to use them and I wanted to get to know them a bit better. So she is vibrant red, pulsating with feminine power of enlightened activity, infusing our hearts with her capacity for sacred sorcery to conjure and create according to love's guiding wisdom. To receive the divine inheritance of blessings and support. Divine inheritance. The wheel of fortune could very well be inheritance and Scorpio governs inheritance. Yes. Okay. So what have we inherited from our family line? And how can we shift that? Yes, ma'am. What we have lack and abuse. How do we have abundance and love? Right? So um, to receive the divine inheritance of blessing and support for sacred fulfillment Certain karmic conditions that resonate at a lower frequency need to be cleared away. Ooh. Mm-hmm. The lesson is to release, to receive. You just said, release, surrender. Yep. Um, Kurukala symbolizes a time of rapid movement on your life path and freedom to attract what you need and want. However, you must be willing to let go of ne- negativity and that which does not belong in your world. So, which way do you want to turn the wheel? Backwards or forwards? Yes. Do you want to keep creating the same shit? Or you want to create new stuff? Yes. Very simple. It's very simple stuff. Very simple. Mm-hmm. Yo. Okay. Okay, Earth Signs. My earth moon is like, oh, okay. Mm, Believe right. me, this hits for me too. <laughs> we reading ourselves out here in these streets? Okay. Mm-hmm. For air, yo, y'all. You got trapped and there's a crow in mm-hmm. the birdcage. Right? Fitting. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I feel like this time frame um air moons risings suns there's a part of you that feels trapped like literally this bird in this cage can't do what it normally does doesn't have its freedom you know how important freedom and being where it needs to be or wants to be at any given moment is to air airs everywhere this is torture for this bird that's not where it belongs but the funny part is the next card that you got was the new moon and Gemini card, which stands for communication is key. So it's funny. Air, of course, would love to have just things flowing, but it's funny to me that you get the new moon and Gemini card because this means there's something that you're not expressing. You feel trapped because you're not expressing yourself in the way that you need to be. What are you not saying? Who are you not saying it to? 
Is it yourself? It, yes, it could be you. Because you're, we are the common denominator. Yes, ma'am. All our wheelings and dealings. This is what I'm talking about, the blame. You are the common denominator in all your wheelings and dealings. Everybody else is a narcissist around you? Then who are you? Yes. Why do you resonate with that then? I had to learn that the hard way. I can't go Bitch, around calling everybody a narcissist. I know a few, but that doesn't mean that when something is against me or sheds light on my issues, that that person has to be branded something terrible. I just have to say that the core of narcissistic traits, not necessarily the narcissist, right. but the narcissistic trait is when you place yourself in a category above someone else. That could be in any way. If your pain is more significant to somebody else's or the way that you process information is, is, is better or worse than the way somebody else does it, or if the way somebody speaks to you is not the way you're accustomed to being spoken to, so that somehow villainizes them. Focus on what it's teaching you about you. It ain't everybody else all the time. It's not everybody else all the time. I, I Honestly, I am a person who wholeheartedly believes that. And just recently, the other day, I had to admit to myself this terrible situation that I created was a co-creation between me and somebody else. I cannot take all the responsibility for that Mm. because I'm putting too much on me. You have to know where to stop. You always have to keep yourself in the forefront, but we also have to give other people their just due too. You know, they need to get their just desserts. They need to be held accountable as well, but you don't have to approach them to hold them accountable. You just released what doesn't belong to you anymore. That way, energetically, you put down the burden and they're going to have to pick it up. They're going to have to pick it up. Listen. That boundary is very important to know. (laughs) <laughs> so much can get ruined by not understanding where it lies oh absolutely you sabotage yourself mostly but in order to get free there's something that needs to be communicated in order to not feel trapped <clears throat> something's been cut off especially if we're talking in any any in any sort of familial situation it, it's almost like this this has been a time where we have learned that you know it's very quickly someone could just not be here because of covid and then you not to get to see them or interact with them the way you might have before 2020 made it so that like you know certain things couldn't happen yes i feel like there's a lot that's coming up as far as communication um air signs y'all about that anyway but yeah holy hell i said what you got for air because i'm like interesting come through air signs we have the page of pentacles Mm. so pages are young immature Mm. energies uninitiated 
air is not very well initiated. You're, <clears throat> Mercury is taking you into an initiation of sorts. A different one. A different one. A feeling one instead of the air thinking. And so is Venus right now. Yeah, definitely. Venus is taking Libra into an initiation. Right? So, Page of Pentacles. There is something tangible for you to gain from you not being so flighty and distracted and not wanting to be caged in like Mm. the crow. Yeah. The crow actually goes and retrieves knowledge and information. Yes, it does. Shiny things. There's our gifts. There are gifts that could come back to you if you stop being so fucking focused on what other people are trying to take away from you. Get over it. Or what you perceive, too. Or what you perceive. Honestly, that's first and foremost. That's first and foremost. Stop thinking that somebody wants to fucking take something away from you. Nobody gives a shit. (laughs) Nobody fucking cares. I don't, you know? So there's something for you to gain. It's, it's It's, you become, you will then become the knight instead of the page. Mm. Graduate. Graduation. Yes. There's a graduation that I'm seeing here and it has earthly tangible results. You know, Mm, it could be in the realms of health. Uh, Pentacles are physical. They're earth. It's physical. It could be money. Of course. It could be a value system because what we value tends to be internal and external but the body is earth yeah the body is of the earth your your body is connected to the earth yeah right the way that you think affects your body physically it's time for a change it's time it's time to buckle down it's time to buckle down and get what's rightfully yours I agree. Stop flying away from it. Just sit fucking still for a minute. Maybe if they sit still, they won't feel trapped. It's the wanting to get out and not dealing with the situation at hand. It's the it's the necessity to always be out and about that is somehow confining. It's contradictory. Yes, it is very contradictory. Right? So... Then we got the Kali Yantra. Mm. So Yantras are amplifiers. And interesting. It's card number 12. I spoke about there being a DNA upgrade. I can't help but connect the two. Especially... Okay. She is your inner power. She is your inner power to evoke a positive shift in your circumstances. If anything is required for success, be lacking, the divine mother shall provide it, bridging the divide between you and the manifestations of your intentions. You are crossing crossing a critical threshold. She is the true guardian and guide. Stay focused on what matters to your heart and you shall remain faithfully connected to her protective presence within. Allow distractions to fall away. Hmm. 
and continue to commit your soul to your soul journey. A more beautiful experience of your life path awaits you. Hey. Think of it this way. Think of people who have to travel all the time. Do you think that they don't miss just like sleeping in the same bed for one night? There is something to be said about there being a, somehow a built-in trap to always feeling like you have to go and do something. Yes, I agree. You know? I agree. And that does affect one's body. And Very much so. And I feel like that's what the Page of Pentacles is saying. The Page of Pentacles to me is also speaking about inner child stuff. A lot of people feel the need to go and do and be because as a child, they were told they were lazy. They needed to do things. They need to get out. You need to go do something. You know, get the right. fuck out of your face. Go play outside. Go do, you know, parents were always telling their kids what to do. You know, you always have to have something to do. You could never just sit there and relax. Right. Kid, you couldn't work. So that's how you earned your keep by getting the fuck out of your parents' face. That's a trauma. You should have never been given that choice to either be useful or to relax. As a kid, you should have picked what the fuck you wanted to do. Just me. That's just me. <clears throat> All right. I can so, take it. Yeah. I, I can take it. Done with the air signs now. So what are we on? Water now? Water. 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 So the Grove card came up for water signs. And when I look at the Grove, first of all, the Grove is a place where you can relax, invite, entertain, have people feel safe. <sighs> Water signs. How are you going to bring people into this grove? How do you bring yourself here? What needs to happen so you get comfortable enough so that you can be in a place of this? This is a creative place too, because it's 21, which reduces to three. There's something that's not merging appropriately between your conscious mind and your subconscious mind. There's, there's some energetic sex that hasn't ha taken place yet that needs to, to get you to the comfort of this place. What can you do? Now, here's the thing. People, we've talked about this before, and I love Adriana's response every time, which is like, it's, everything is sex. Projective energy is masculine energy. Receptive energy is feminine energy. When you combine masculine with feminine, what do we get? We get a baby, a creation. So your subconscious mind is receptive. Your conscious mind is projective. How you get creation, how you get manifestation is by combining these two things. So whatever you're stuck in and not getting and having a hard time dealing with is because you haven't married the two. How do you get to this place without being subconsciously and consciously there. We, 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 have, we can't have any real results in some of the things that are happening. And then y'all happen to get the new moon in Taurus, even though we're having a full moon in Taurus, but it says prosperity lies ahead. When you can pull, even if it's yourself that needs to come to this place in this grove, this place of acceptance and fullness where, you know, beauty is not only found, but there's camaraderie found, there's love found, there's comfort found, there's Show an ability to relax and support. Yes. Can you do that for yourself? But also, how do you pull other people into this space? 
there's a blockage. Either consciously you're blocked or subconsciously you're blocked. And you need to come into alignment. There are a lot of people who I'm seeing who have large, not large, but they have their own spaces and they invite people into them. And it doesn't really feel like a lot of them are in integrity. It feels like people surround themselves with those who never really do much better than them. Mm. Yet there's this facade being projected that like, I give everybody equal opportunities. I give everybody, mm, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. So what is your motivation by bringing so many people around you? What are you really doing? And this is where the shadow work needs to come into play. Right. Because it's either you're nourishing people to be their better selves by giving them a platform or you're siphoning them. Which one are you doing? Do you know? Probably not. You have to be aware of it. If it lies in the unconscious, the way we bring things into our conscious awareness, well, usually things are in our conscious awareness that we're present to. It's the things that aren't, that we have a hard time with. But with that new moon and Taurus card, like you gotta gotta sit in what's not there is what I'm getting from that. The bull don't want to move. Bull does not want to move. It has to either either have an idea in which like, ooh, I can do this. I better start moving. Or there has to be some sort of external force or something tangible that they see in front of their face where it's like, I'm going to chase you. Yeah. Something has to be worth it to you. What Mm -hmm. card did you pull for the waters? They actually got the world. Which goes very well with the cards you pulled the world yeah yeah the world also is flanked by all of the fixed signs so earth signs and water signs pretty much have this portal of possibility open for them and then we've got where the sun and the moon are as far as this weekend is concerned are in earth and water so there is this emphasis on earth and water. So being able to be malleable, but also able to sort of flow, you know, being able to take form and still being receptive. There is. Cause you can do so much with earth and water. Yes, you can. And she's just, you know, it kind of looks like she's just like doing a dance in her little wreath there. You know, she's holding like little, little wands in both of her hands or little batons or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it kind of looks like she's dancing. Her dress is like really flowy and like, you know, um, let's go. Yes. Yes. And it, and I love all it. the colors that are, that are depicted here are shades of purple and pink. Pink is another color for your heart chakra. Purple is a color for your, for your crown chakra. So you have to open your heart to receive because there's information that is already making its way to you. Mm. But if your, if your watery filter is muddy, then you're not going to be able to receive the information in its purest essence. You're going to put that egotistical filter over what you're gathering because you want it to be something that other than what it is. Stop. 
stop. If something is what it is, let it be. be. Stop trying to turn it into something that it isn't. You know? Then we got this card. So it's called um, Bahadra Kali. I could be just massacring these words. I fucking love that picture. It's very powerful. Doesn't it remind you of um, Aaliyah in Queen of the Damned? She looks like Akasha. Well, yes. Akasha. Yes. Akasha. Yeah. She does. Yeah. <clears throat> so, our wild divine mother knows when to become gentle with our hearts. See, there has been a theme of hearts in every one of these cards. Yes. your heart healing because... The earth is healing too. The earth is going through a period of contraction and expansion. Our hearts are being upgraded. I mean, you know, my asthma has been terrible. That's heart chakra purging, you know? Um, but it's been terrible in a different way than what I'm used to. So it, right. it's something different, right? Um, bestowing sweetness that liberates us from fear. Though you may have faced much struggle and challenge on your path, though it may seem only the most powerful intensity could stem the tide of negativity. The dark mother of grace will conquer the obstacle to your freedom with gentleness. She manifests herself as Bahadra, the gentle. I could be, again, I could be saying that wrong. Don't, don't, don't crucify me. Um, she will calm the waves of emotion, eradicate doubt and despair, and provide safe and graceful passage through all difficulties. These are external difficulties and these are internal difficulties. Right. We are not always the good person and we are not always the bad person. Amen. Sometimes our best intentions are laced with self-interest because subconsciously you need to make everything about you. Right. This is, these are little, little hints of inbred narcissism. When you make yourself more important than somebody else, or you demonize other people, or so even people who demonize themselves, yes, slightly narcissistic because they're robbing you of the ability to say, I, I, I don't like that. So they try to beat you to the punch. And then you're like, oh, well, you already know, so I don't need to say nothing. No, that's a manipulation. That is a manipulation. When people announce their flaws with anger, they do that because they want to take the spotlight off of them. They go, well, if I say it, you, yeah. don't, have to, you don't have to look into me anymore then. I said what the fuck I said. Stop that. Everybody got to stop that. Yes, Not one person. Everybody got to stop that. Stop that. Yes. So Meg may get you. Mm-hmm. So honestly, there are really, really fucking beautiful messages here for everybody. Yes. Um I resonated with each with each one. Because we're all of them, right? True. Yes. We're all Different of them. Parts of yourself, you feel them. Yeah. There's something coming up with that too. I keep reminding you guys, I'm still adding all the people's contributions to it. Y'all is all 12 signs. When I just say like earth, air, 
water, fire, whatever. Those are different parts of yourself. Some people are more dominant Some in, in some of those elements. You still have them all in you. You know, the sun right now in Scorpio is going to be hitting everybody's chart somewhere, whether you have any planets in Scorpio or not. It's very important for you to understand that these cycles of energy are, are not just like these disconnected things. If you weren't connected to yourself, to it yourself in your own being some way, then it would have no effect upon you. But you do. We all do. So, so tap into it. Hmm? There's nothing to fear. No, you have Scorpio and like, and people will fight. I don't have any Scorpio and you have an eighth house and you have Scorpio somewhere in your chart. The whole wheel is your chart, not just my moon is in Taurus, my sun is in Aquarius. No, like I'm going to break people out of this fucking habit. I'm, it's driving me fucking nuts. I can't take it with people anymore. Listen, you have the energy of all 12 signs in your charts. I can prove it to you. So stop trying to fight me on it. <laughs> but seriously, it, it's really a beautiful thing that you do. That means everything going on astrologically at any given moment is impacting you in a unique way. The energy is just configured differently for you versus someone else. So, you know, I could sit here and I could cry over how Mars is just rolling right over like a big red angry tank. <laughs> Over my moon and my Mercury. Yeah. And, and my heiress, I think, too. Hmm. Okay? So, I've had this little bit of me that wants to shit stir. <laughs> that is mischievous, right? That's mischievous. Fire is a bit cheeky, right? Yeah. Fire is a bit cheeky. It, it's tantalizing, but it'll burn your ass, you know? And it's then cheap. how you've used it, or like even just in using it today, it's like I put it towards good. Your choices right. come into right. play. Your choices and your subconscious motivations come into play. So when I feel like people, I'm always acknowledging myself, right? I acknowledge myself. When I feel like other people are committed to demonizing me because I acknowledge myself and that scares the shit out of them. And then they start taking little digs at me. Mm -hmm. See, now I'm going to keep going. Well, that's the activation of um, those energies within you. Yes, you set a forest fire. <laughs> because now I'm just going to keep pressing that button and pressing that button until you either address me like you should have done in the beginning passive-aggressive bullshit or you remove me elevator go up elevator go down you can play with it this not this my elevator it's not your elevator it's my elevator <laughs> so like you can see and break down how you know different things going on in your chart activate certain parts of you and then how do you use those activated energies how do you choose to use them in any given moment there will be um again working on a self-paced course for people to help you better understand these parts because i'm telling you the information is invaluable you'll really get to understand and appreciate the different cycles of time we get 
Yes. And how they help you grow as a person and the opportunities that you're presented just through the energies that are present. So embrace this shit, y'all. Yep. And Janae is really great at creating digestible material. You know, I've been trying. <laughs> it's I know it's difficult to to play to you know create things. It's not the creational energy may come easy to you, but the actual like detail of it, it I gotcha. Not sometimes, you know. Yeah, because I'm um, like really like. Mm-hmm. But she's right. And, You're right. And then on top of that, on top of her working on all that, she's going to be writing for us too. So these will be pieces that are exclusive just to the cosmic ceo magazine yes so she'll be working on that me and her actually working on a few things together which we have to start soon um she's going to be writing about practically using astrology which ties into what i just said there's no point in me telling you about what all this shit means if you can't understand how you can use it practically like seriously that that is my goal in life is to get people to understand how it ties into everything because without that, we're, I'm, I'm just saying words at you. like. Absolutely. And then she'll also be writing horoscopes, yes. which is huge because most horoscopes are really cheesy. <laughs> but that's not the route that's we're That's not what we're doing here. That's not what we're doing here. Then me and her are going to be working on um, sort of like a musical compilation yeah. of, of, music that responds and corresponds to the energies of the current times. Yes. And then I'll also be doing tarot scopes for the 12 signs too. So I, I sort of have a, a lot to do, but, <laughs> but we both do. We're both doing, we're both contributing so much. So I'm super excited for there to Me be that are just exclusive to this place because, because those who really want it will come for it. Yes. And I need to put and, a link in this to mm-hmm. all the stuff with the, could you describe the cosmic CEO? I, I forgot no. to even completely give it a proper it's okay. introduction. It's okay. So the cosmic CEO is a magazine um, that's being launched. So there, there will be physical copies that you order, but there will also be digital copies. Um, and then a community is being created around it. Um, where we'll have like new moon ceremonies and, you know, uh, the founder. So my friend Layla, um, she's an NLP practitioner. Um, she has a degree in psychology and she really wanted this magazine to be a game changer. I mean, I sent you the birth chart of cosmic CEO. There's some, there's, it's deep. Mm -hmm. Like it's really going to stick in the subconscious. Right. That's what we do we get, we get down, we get down, you know, this isn't, this isn't just a floofy magazine. It's really meant to stimulate the way that you think, the way that you approach life. Yes, so yeah. we'll be having people contribute articles on um, human design, astrology. I am looking, um, somebody I think is currently working on a numerology uh, article. I'll be talking about my womb healing. I'll also be doing the tarot scopes and I'll also be creating like a music playlist with you too. So then we're going to be introducing other people 
who are going to be interviewing people who have metaphysical businesses, those who are following their soul's purpose. Yes. Um, we'll be doing interviews with them. Um, we'll be, I also wanted it to be, uh, our idea was that we wanted it to be like a spiritual vogue, right? Yeah. That's what we wanted it to be like. So in order to have to do that, we also have to incorporate fashion and art and music and all of this other stuff into it too. Um, so we'll be highlighting like artists and creators and other people, you know, um, and feature like an item of theirs, like a kind of like a what's in my cart thing, right? Yeah. So exclusive things that maybe you have never seen before. I'm very good at finding those things. <laughs> I find very unique items and I, and I hoard them for myself because I'm like, I found it. <laughs> See, that's my little like shadow. I don't like to share things a lot, right? <laughs> because I'm like, well, it's not unique if everybody fucking has it, you know? Um, like you don't want to watch the same TV shows that everybody watches all the time, you know? Something you want to watch something different. You want to be stimulated differently from people. I want to be stimulated differently from people. <laughs> that's just me. I'm not saying it's nice, but that's just me. Um, but here I get to share those things. So I am kind of breaking out of that by sharing these things with you. Um, it could be a, a homemade, like a, a handmade tarot deck. It could be, you know, um, crystal jewelry. It could be clothes. It could be anything. It could be weird boutique items that you've never seen before, you know? Mm. Um, we want to feature things like that. Maybe some more like ethically sourced cre and created skincare stuff. Like I'm a big fan of that. I'm a big fan of, of, you know, being careful with what I put on my skin. So there's so many things that could be found there. Um, yeah. It's not just going to be astrology and fluff piece writing. My boyfriend's actually writing articles on like the spiritual motifs in a lot of video games. So if you're a gamer, this could be something for you. I, we wanted this to be very multifaceted. Right. So we wanted there to be something for everybody. And I don't want this to just be a magazine. I want it to be a movement. I want it to be something that stimulates the masses. You know, uh, I want it to be something that you can keep on your coffee table and people read through it. And they're like, holy shit. Uh, I never thought about that before. <laughs> this is awesome. You know, that's what we want to do. We want to stimulate growth. And we want to, to house unique pieces and perspectives that you're not just going to find anywhere. We, we really only deal with people who are coming from a pure place. Not anybody can, can be here. This is very exclusive because we want to be careful what we're pumping out into humanity. If you're not pure, you're not, your intentions are not pure, then you're not for us. You have to be coming from a pure place. So if you're coming from a pure place, then that's why you're writing for us. That's why you're contributing. That's an energy that everybody can be in right now with the purity. Um, the Scorpio energy is great for that. Yes, it is. Y'all, I'm, I'm telling you, you can, you can use it in whatever part of your life most needs it. And I bet you can see it in your chart. Absolutely. And I bet you can determine where your own intentions aren't pure. And I bet you can determine 
how you're picking up on whoever else's isn't, but whose is too. Let's not all just like act like it's only. You can only like, pick up on negativity. You yeah, can you can up pick up on, on the. Too. Damn sure can. And this is a good time for discernment. Again, remember extremes. Okay. Started off talking this or that. Which category is it in? Sometimes you got to be extreme to get things done because you have to, how else are you going to like decide whether to keep something or throw it away? I, I, I don't know what to do with it. I no. did that. Sometimes you have to be acting in an, sometimes, sometimes the extreme isn't necessarily choosing one or the other. It's completely ref, uh, uh, retracting from both and yeah. going, hmm. Maybe you don't even like this this decision like the, these two options that can fit in so many different ways and it's y'all take it in mm-hmm. use it properly yeah um that that'll be the that'll be the best thing you can do for yourself under this energy absolutely please take it in people utilize it honestly utilize it by yourself well thank you more than you know more than you know and so will future generations if if your motivation for doing this isn't strong enough when you just think about doing it for yourself right think about the world that you're going to leave behind do you care enough to do something about that if not then that's something you need to explore why you don't give a shit your legacy what are you leaving behind mm-hmm. through your actions through your intentions through your embodiment. What are you creating? What are you creating? It's a good question. What have you created? Because some of us are having to deal, whatever you've created, it, it, it's, it exists now. We have now to what? answer for our creations too, not just what's going to be created, but what's already created. What, what What's here? So much to ask yourself, but I, I have faith in the audience. And we'll have you back. I'm going to put the link in for... Um, all the Cosmic CEO stuff and for you to contact Adriana if you want to talk to her directly. Um, also known as the Renaissance Mystic. I know I keep like calling you both. Well, both are applicable. Uh, that is true. That is true. But I don't want to do so in like, and be like, oh yeah, like I should have just said both to begin with yeah. Yeah, instead Bye. of like interchangeably. Bye. But happy full moon in advance, you guys. Yes, you too. Take it in what she said. A lot of these themes coming up are all going back to that family line, all going back to that heart chakra, all going back to those things. There's a reason. And we'll post pictures too of the the stills of the spread. So you guys have a great one. And thank you again for listening to another episode of Spiritual Gangsta Certified. We'll see you on the flip side. No problem. It's always a pleasure. We will have we will have more time such as this one. Thank you so much for joining. You're welcome. No problem, love. Bye, y'all.